caskets and undertakers, vampires in a viper's venom, the man that walks the earth named Cain, mankind being buried by the world. On tonight's episode of the All Lead Zone podcast, we'll be watching some of our favorite spooky wrestling matches. From casket matches to a monster's ball. <laughs> Buckle up. It's about to be one hell of a ride. Welcome everybody to Talking Elite. This is our Halloween watch along. And I hope you guys are ready because we have a great show planned for you guys tonight. Uh, we have six matches we're going to be watching with you guys at home. Uh, so make sure you guys click the link in our chat or down below. And make sure you guys get that pulled up because, man, we got some bangers to go through tonight. So while you guys are getting those matches pulled up and getting ready to hear our angelic voices as uh, we get ready for one of the best watch-alongs on the All Elite Zone. Um, tonight, I am joined by three of the greatest gentlemen Three of the greatest podcasters in the wrestling industry. Uh, first, he is the producer of the All Elite Zone. He is the ringleader. He is the madman that's in charge of everything. He is Connor. It's uh, going to be honest with me. Uh, just by the uh, yeah, thanks for the uh, applause. Uh, am I really excited for what the, uh, the TNA match? Uh, we've took some to some crazy TNA matches on here, so uh, it should be really, really fun. Yeah, you know, when I think, you know, like Halloween themed matches, I always think of the Monster Ball match. Um, so we do have yeah. one of those on there, and I put that one on there just to keep that tradition going because every time we watched weird matches, some reason TNA has always been on there. Uh, we go back to our barbed wire Christmas tree death match. Um, that one was a lot of fun to watch. A lot of people were talking about it last night on the stream. So, uh, like I said, it's going to be a lot of fun for sure. Uh, next, we have the up-and-comer for the All Lead Zone podcast. He is the wild man. He is my fellow Texan. He is everybody's favorite wrestling Mark. He is the man named Mark. Thank you, Mr. Lane. Oh, my God. That was a great introduction. But you guys... You guys are the main podcasters. You guys are the main ones. I am just here just to provide, you know, the little alley-oops here because you guys are the main ones. Not me. I'm just here to do the assist. Uh, you guys are the main ones. Y'all, I'm so happy to be here with you guys, and I'm so ready for this show. This is going to be super fun. I'm glad Connor is back. We missed him yesterday, but glad he's going to be on this show. And, of course, Mr. Adam, always great when he's on the show. Uh we always have a good time, so uh, ready to do this, and I'll let you do the introduction room, Mr. Adam. All right. Next, he is the Devon to my Bubba. He is the, the Triple H to my Shawn Michaels. He is the Tennessee Wonder, the Bearded Wonder. He is my tag team partner, Adam. Oh, thank you, Lane. Yes, thank you. Uh, yes, I'm, a, I'm, I'm really excited for this. Uh, I think Halloween's an awesome season. I think it's no, uh, no doubt that Halloween is my favorite holiday. Uh, so to get spooky for tonight's, I got my Halloween Havoc WCW, uh, 
title card and my Danhausen shirt ready to go for this playlist. I'm very excited, and of course, always good to see all your lovely faces on here. That that background is like it's it's the best. Like I, I, I that has to be one of the best ones I've ever seen. I mean, why do you keep doing this? This is insane. Because you the last time we did it, you had the Undertaker <laughs> up there. That was like the best thing I've ever seen. And yeah, and then you got the the Danhausen shirt. Like I mean, I, I felt like so out of place here. I'm like, oh man, I got this like cheesy little background here. <laughs> It's it's all in the presentation, Mark. It's all in presentation. You just kind of work it. You're like, oh, it works this way. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I gotta figure out something, right? I gotta I gotta do something different. Yeah. So uh, it's gonna be a fun show. Um, so everybody, make sure you guys um, click the link in the description. Get the playlist pulled up. Uh, the first match we are going to do a buried alive match between Undertaker and Mankind. Uh, I feel like this is a very iconic match. It's got Paul Bearer, Mankind, Taker. So it's gonna be a very gruesome. Ma- it's gonna be a very gruesome match to start the show off with. Uh, before we hit play, uh, let's talk a little bit about the buried alive match. Um, I know AEW has done one with Christian and Darby. Uh, you also have had, you know, Undertaker and Kane. Um, what's been like one of your guys' favorite buried alive match? When you guys think buried alive, what match do you guys go with? Uh, take Taker and Vince McMahon. Um, Ooh, it, it was, uh, it was 20, uh, 2003. Um, they had that match. It was when Taker was in the midst of his, uh, American badass character. Um, and he was basically feuding with McMahon because McMahon had cost him again, a match against Brock Lesnar. Uh, so him and McMahon were feuding and all of a sudden it came back to Kane interfering, costing Undertaker the match, burying him. And then come 2004 WrestleMania, um taker returned with his dead man gimmick uh which which if anybody knows on this podcast you guys know love the undertaker he's probably one of my favorite all-time wrestlers um so uh yes i'm like dave lagreca from busted open i'm an (laughs) undertaker mark um so but i love it uh and it was probably one of the greatest storytelling matches ever um and, and i just thoroughly enjoyed it yeah, I forgot. That was a good one. I should have. I didn't think about that one. So uh, that one was a really classic. Um, Davis loves Kane and Undertaker. Um, Mark Connor, what about you guys? Like, when you guys think Bear Live, what match do you guys automatically go to? It's this one that we're about to watch. Uh, really? it, it, I mean, it, I mean, this is the main. I mean, I, I when I was when you talked about it when we talked about it yesterday. This is the first thing that popped into my mind was Mankind and Undertaker. I don't know why, but this match has always stuck with me as far as um, buried alive matches. I mean, I, these guys, the way they did this thing back in the day was just so iconic. And, and it, it would, for me, like, you know, being younger, you know, it, in that day, you know, it almost seemed real. Like, uh, like uh, they were like really getting like buried. I'm like, is he dead? Like, is, is you know, I, I mean, I, I want to, you know, we'll talk about more about it while the match goes on. But, uh, but yeah, watching, I mean, when you think about like these matches, right, it's always, I, to me, Undertaker and Mankind, they have these super dark matches. Like anything that they do are, were super dark matches. They never did like these <laughs> regular matches, right? <laughs> I mean, you think about it, you think about Mankind falling off the hell of the cell, you think about Buried Alive, that's, a, that's, when I think of Buried Alive, the first thing that comes to my mind is Undertaker and Mankind. But and, and it also comes to, you know, my mind when, I, when you say Hell in a Cell, that's the first thing I think about. And that just goes to show you that 
these two guys were just the the epitome of of dark, gritty, you know, um, gruesome matches. And uh, yeah, for me, that that that's where I want to go. Connor, go ahead. Uh, for me, uh, it's uh, Stone Cold and The Undertaker. Another uh, classic. For me, uh, I always knew about the match, but I really got into detail. It was one of the WWE 2K games. I believe it was the one that Stone Cold's on the cover, and they had a story mode where uh, that was one of the stories that you play move my move, and you're basically uh, portraying the whole match. That's how I really uh, – really, uh, I think that's 2K16. <laughs> Yeah, the one that I'm calls on the cover of, uh, not just because of the game, but uh, it gave me a more of a uh, in depth of the match. And a shame, man, I believe he was in it too. It was basically a two on one, but uh, that was one of my favorites. All right, well, guys, everybody have the the uh, YouTube video ready to go. All yeah. right, three, two, Wait. one, ready, and. Hit play. You know, it's so crazy to hear and Vince McMahon commentating. I was just about to say it's just so wild going back to this air. Like, I man, I'm, I'm showing my age here, but when this match took place, I was not even 10 yet. I was nine years old watching this match and hearing Vince on the announce and now seeing where he's at now, it's so bizarre to me. I love that, though, but Vince was such a good – he was such a good com- his his voice was like really good for commentary. Like his thing, his thing when he would say, I mean, I mean when Kane came out, you know his it's gotta be Kane. I like I mean that was like so iconic, you know. I mean, so I, I Vince was really good on commentary, you know, while he was doing his other uh, antics, but. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Do you, said, you know, do, you, do you guys know who Kenny Omega's favorite wrestler is? Who? Mr. Man. Really? He said in a bunch of interviews. If you go to, like, seminars and interviews, he, that's what he says. Not the, corp, not the corporate, like, the actual wrestler. Mr. Man, he, I've heard him say it a bunch of times. I mean, I believe it. I mean, it was a good character. Like, like... If it wasn't for the Montreal screw job, we probably wouldn't have never gotten the Mr. McMahon villainous character on TV. And it just it just it just went like it just ran. Very true. Oh dang, I gotta add dang it. Yeah, that's what I just got to. Uh thank YouTube. Mine's Wait, just playing <laughs> All right. I just got I to like the gong you. for I just got the gong of lights. Lights go out. It's 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 the Undertaker. This is what I miss. Uh, I don't there's no phones. Oh, there's no iPhones, no phones. Everyone's using, uh, I guess, something is like a flip phone, I guess, back then. This is before flip phones. Oh, 90, 96, it was like it was like the uh, the roll, the cameras, like that you just yeah, kept yeah. doing that, like the Kodak cameras yes. that you just had film in it, and you're like, oh, we take it, and then we go develop it, and it takes like a week to develop. That's how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> but just looking at the like, look at the like the panoramic shot, right? Just look at all the flash bulbs going off, as well of course his lighting effects. But that all those flash bulbs really add to his mystique in this this entrance. 
and and I think we kind of we kind of talked about this right late yesterday about how uh, how these pay per views the the themes of these pay per views were just so on point right when we were talking about like Bash in the Beach Halloween Havoc in your house like these 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 pay per views just had this this aura of them that were it you knew you were watching a pay per view right and it wasn't just like any other regular show that it was you you. When you, because you know, when we paid for these things, we wanted to see something different. We didn't just want to just see the same ring and same, you know, uh, entrance, you know, thing. We we wanted to see everything different. And I remember WCW was the one that I think for me that always caught my eye that they always did the theme so well. And I, I have to go back to Bash on the Beach. I remember the sand, and then they had the surfboards in the sand. Um, yeah. And then, in, and then, in your house, having a whole house there, and I never, I remember them fighting oh. through the house. I mean, it was just these these pay per views. I, I they need to go back to this and not just doing the same thing, right? Because uh, WWE and A and both AEW um, both do this same thing. They they don't they don't emphasize the theme of it, right? Like they just oh yeah. what a kick to the guardrail that was cool. He hit it. I got another one. I know. I, I, I'm, I'm going to. Like, right after I got like, a really good like kick from like Taker to Mankind. See, I want to see something like that. Because that was like, that wasn't like, just a drop kick. That was like, a, that was crazy. Uh, oh, shoot. Taker flying through the air. Like, man, Mark, Mark could hey, really you guys are go. Because that's just Ooh. what I just got was him flying. <laughs> nice. So that ad, because an ad came up on mine and kind of oh, caught you guys up. <laughs> <laughs> just watch this replay. It's crazy. These ads are killing me right now. Go ahead, Connor. I feel like Taker and uh, Mankind, Nicole, like this is before their biggest match against each other. And just think that back then, yeah. like they were going to have a World Series of events. Well, it's crazy to think now in their ages, like they can't do this crap anymore. Like, no way. I mean, when you watch Mark Calloway like walk, like it's just sad because his knees are just not what they used to be. Why could you? He like, GDP yoga. Why could you see them re- recreating the Hell in a Cell and then Undertaker throwing him off and then? Christ, no, bro, not without no, not without him dying. <laughs> it wouldn't be like it was. It would. Uh, I don't want to see that again because I care too much about uh, right. both of them. I mean, this is where Mick Foley was ripping, ripping his hair out of his head. Yeah. Hey, where are where y'all at on this? Uh, on what minute mark are y'all at? Uh, 5.34. I'm at okay. 5.42. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm, 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 I'm at 5.43. All right, I'm, I'm in a five, so I'm close <laughs> enough. Damn it. Hello, Ad. Why? <laughs> Why? Oh my god, Ad, go away. I don't want KFC wings. I don't want you to. You're like you're entitled to sixty four hundred dollars and then by the end of the year they're gonna be doing away with it. They're making mankind figure out of uh, this this gimmick. Dude, oh my god, yes, I would love to see a man. I have never seen a mankind um action figure. I don't know I've if that, seen I don't, his, I've seen it with like his white shirt, 
but I've never seen it with just like the brown shirt, the brown shirt, brown pants. Who is that? I don't know. Who's that woman? Some kind of fan, I guess. Interesting camera angle. So I, so, I, so I, I don't know if any of you guys have seen um, the hot one. Did, I don't know if y'all have seen the hot ones. The hot ones with Nick Foley. Yes. Yeah. And did you see how he talked about um, the name, how they came up with the name? Yeah. Uh, Mankind. There's been executioners. Yeah. Dude, yes. Dude, that, it was so there's good. There's been destroyers. But there's never <laughs> been a mutilator. A mutilator, right? And then, uh, and and I love how you know Mick came up with the name, and he was like, "Well, what if we just do, you know, this?" And then Vince was like, "Yeah, let's just do it like that," mm-hmm. and it worked, right? Like, I mean, God, oh, I mean, he Irish put ten through the whole dude. That is, I can't believe he cleared that. He Irish put ten into the guardrail, Mick Foley. He went through the whole thing. And for a guy as big as him, you wouldn't think he'd be able to go over that. So, and I found out something about Mick Foley. I don't know if you guys know this. Do you know what Mick, so Mick Foley, when he was Cactus Jack, or Dude Love, or Mankind, do you know that he, he got his uh, wrestling tights from Lane Bryant from the Heavy Woman section? Or the... Uh, <laughs> and that's what they called it back in the day. So I'm not trying to, trying to be completely correct here, but... But he literally would go to Lane Bryant and get like XXXXL woman tights, and that's what he would do because they were comfy. <laughs> Another <laughs> ad, guys. I am so sorry. We are getting ads left and right with this episode. I think I know why. Well, it's YouTube, so yeah. I think I know why because the match is put on by W, like this is uploaded by WWE. Yeah. So I'm at 8:07 right now. 8:27. I'm gonna scoop just a little bit. I'm not, uh, I'll move yeah. up a little bit. I'll be right close to there. Oh, yeah, those ads killed me. Ooh. Remember back in the day, YouTube didn't have ads. What time did you say you guys are? Uh, uh, I'm at eight thirty. Eight forty-nine now. I'm at eight thirty-nine. Yeah. Oh. I need Mr. Sockle. Back then, I used to think that I, I didn't like Mick. I didn't like Mankind. You didn't like Mankind? He was psycho. Like you see how he's screaming, he pulled his hair out of his head. He... Or when he attacked Jim Ross on the, on the his his first ever video with the company. I can't remember which one it was, but I had a uh, in your house VHS and it was the Undertaker, and it's when they it blew out fireball in his face. Okay. Oh, that was yeah. That was uh, I think that was the uh, in your house uh, revenge of the taker or something. I don't revenge know. Revenge of something the like taker. That. It was one of those. I know which one you're talking about, Connor. I feel a lot of different things of favorite wrestling. Undertaker was my favorite. I was really first getting into wrestling, but I don't know who gave it to me. I know I don't have it now, but you know what, my favorite. Wrestling DVD I own is. I found I have I have a, I got for my birthday a I got the Ric Flair collection, it has all of his matches from, I was like a lot of his matches from the, you know territory days to WCW to WWF. I just I haven't opened it. I can't find myself to open it, but it's my favorite DVD I own my collection. What was it again? Which one? 
best of Ric Flair. And you Wait, never huh? opened it? I have not opened it. Still Since when? It's been, I got it three years ago. And you never opened it? I have not opened it. Hmm? Uh, what does he have in his hand? Is that a shank? It's a spike, I think. A spike? Yeah. What year was this? What is this? 93? 94? 96. 96. Jesus. I thought it's, I thought Undertaker got rid of that purple gear like in 95. No, he had he had the silver gear, like the gray gear. Uh-huh. And then he went to the purple when he had that feud with Fake Taker. Um and once he beat Fake Taker, he went back to the purple. <sighs> he stayed with the purple. Man. Jesus, Adam, I, I swear to God, man, I think I know shit about wrestling and you just, you blow my mind every single time. I'm like, I have I mean, no idea about that. I mean, I know well, I was younger, but still. Oh, well, it's funny I, because I'm really good at trivia because I retain a lot of information <laughs> from a lot of things, whether it's pro wrestling, movies, television, books, music. Like, I just retain a lot of information. And so hey, I kind of remember stuff. Hey, that's, that should be another show that we should do, a trivia show. We we're, it's in the works. Uh, we did family a few, or we did not family a few. Uh, we did um, it was Jeopardy. Like it was Jeopardy. Yes. Jeopardy. There we go. So, was Jeopardy, was yeah, I'm, was... I'm, I'm getting ready. I think we'll do that for Christmas time. Oh, I know a good family feud though. AZ, there's AZ. Okay. What we could do, we could you know what we could do. I don't know if it's possible. But we could do a family feud, United States versus Canada. Oh yeah, man, that sounds so good. Yeah, let's take on those Canada guys. Let's let's, let's see what they got. Mark's con <laughs> shots out, man. Yeah, I know. I'll probably I'll probably suck at it too. So I put in the comment section um what everybody's favorite Undertaker moment was. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Murr was the first one to comment. Says Undertaker versus Edge. That feud was pretty good. I like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that urn has got to be like it's so crazy how much oh that urn like would hurt. <laughs> it looked like I don't know crazy. where you guys. I don't know yeah. where you guys are at time wise on the video. Stuff. But, uh, where are you at, Adam? With the chair shot? With the chair 24. shot? Yeah. So I'm getting ready for with, the chair shot. With, yeah, when you see the chair shot by, <laughs> by Mankind and what he does with the chair after, it just made me laugh. Like, yeah. uh, he just oh, 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 oh no, he just licks the chair. I'm just seeing that when he licks the chair, that's disgusting. But it's Mankind. But such it's, a good... It was such a good character, though, by Mick, by by Mick Foley, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. No, um, I... Zogi or Zazzy, sorry, Zazzy. Thanks for watching. Um, we'll ask Connor here in a second how Collision was, so we'll be we'll get back to that here in just a moment. Sorry, Adam, Connor. Or, sorry, Adam and Mark. Go ahead. No, yeah, uh, but and and going back to the mankind thing, that his his look was so good, right, Adam? I mean, uh, like there's a that like he has a mask, right, and you see the gapes. Like in the like, there's little holes in the mask, and he's like bald in some of those spots, and it's and it's because he pulled his hair out, right? Mm -hmm. 
it, it's, I think that was the perception that he would just pull his hair out because he was going crazy because he had the mask on. It was, I mean, you can't do these kind of, you can't do these kind of characters anymore. Like this was just, it was just gold. It was, but but that's the funny thing. It was so good with some of the feuds Undertaker had in the earlier days. It was the, the way they still told the story was people from his past. Like that's how they told the story with mankind. That's how they told the story with Kane. But like nowadays, like in his newer feuds with like Edge and Randy Orton, it was more so just like get revenge on them for being just like young pricks. Yeah. <laughs> that was basically just how the feud worked, you know. But that's why I love about the old feuds Taker had was from oh, the past. Um, speaking of um, speaking of that, that will be one of our next matches we're gonna watch. We have a casket match coming up next. Um, with the Viper and Undertaker back when he was a legend killer. Which by far, I actually enjoyed that persona of Randy Orton. I I mean, I did like his Viper and all that stuff, but his his, his legend killer character was so good. I feel like he really stepped into his own um, during that time frame. I feel like he broke away from Evolution. I I think... Yeah, I think that's when he became the solo Randy Orton. Oh, um, so back to Jazzy's uh, comment. How was Collision, Connor? Did you have fun? Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, went for uh, Collision and uh, Dial the Belts. We've seen it a bunch of ROH stuff, too. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, you may have seen us on TV if you were uh, uh, me and Chris. Uh, I had a few friends see a bunch of pictures of me and Chris. Uh, yeah, it was definitely uh adventure going with Chris. Stupid uh, ads. <laughs> it was uh yeah, I've been to a few AW shows with Chris before and uh, I'll never forget that one. For sure. For the good and the for the good and the bad. So Hey Connor, but, um, so uh so for, for Ring of Honor, um like anything like crazy happen? I mean, I, I don't know if you guys what I mean, but I, I, I could take a spoiler. If not, we I could DM you. And we can talk about that on the side. I know it was a spoiler, but someone got pretty badly injured. Oh, shoot. Oh, no. oh, oh, please, please, please tell. Please tell. Who was it? Uh, <sighs> or no, or no. Do I? Okay. I mean, okay. We'll talk about that on the side. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll DM you about that. Well, it was. It was <laughs> I just looked at Because we got people watching. People might be upset if they, uh, you know, we hear something and, and uh, I don't want to. I don't no, know. I don't I'm, know la- I'm laughing at the fact that you're like, hey, Connor, I'll be in your DMs later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in his DMs. Uh, the person that got injured was uh, Billy Mack. He, uh, he, oh. he went against uh, who did he go against? He went against Kyle Fletcher. Uh, after the match, he uh, oh, what a chair got, shot to the back. He helped out a bunch of people to the back. He was, he was, he was like grabbing his arm like he dislocated it or I don't know what happened. Oh my gosh! What? Oh, why'd you cut away? I get you, was a great shot with Paul Bear, but you cut away from Undertaker dropping a leg on a chair to mankind. They, they do that on purpose. They kind of like freeze it or cut it away because it's too violent. Oh. What? The issue with they no do, way. Yeah, you WWE. WWE does that. WWE does that yeah. now. It is crazy that they're like. Oh, like even now, like you can barely find any videos of blood 
And that's why not a lot of people bleed. And that's why WWE has, when people do chair shots in WWE now, they do it across the back or in the stomach. Yeah. If you guess that move that Undertaker did, like that, was, like that's a move that you would see today. Like a move like that. For sure. You think they do. It's kind of like an Alabama steps. Oh, boom. This has got to hurt. Jeez. Ow. Like, dude, hey! just listening to the Undertaker King. Undertaker just, he, he just did Orange Cassidy uh, beach break on the <laughs> on the steel yeah. steps against Mankind. Like, yeah, oh that's what I was going to say. Yeah, that's what I was. <laughs> but, man, this has been a great episode. This has been a great, um, not well, episode, of course, from us, but this has been a great match. I forgot how good this match is. Yeah, if it wasn't for the damn uh, the yeah. ads that Hopefully, we keep getting yeah. in between this crap. Well, hopefully, like, after this one, hopefully we'll have a better... It's, it's um, normally only the WWE uploaded ones that have... Yeah. I mean, of course, you're, you're going to have some as on each video, but... But this has been, like, what, every couple minutes almost to this point? No, and, and I'm going to tell you, it's probably even worse on Peacock. Like, have you watched... Uh, uh, it's not too uh, bad on Peacock. Only if you do only if you do the, the high end subscription to Peacock. Yes, if you do the high yes. end, you don't get any ads. Yes, yeah. if you do, and if you have the regular one, the ads are like three minutes long, bro. Like you're you'll sit there for three minutes and you're just like sitting there like geez, like I just want to watch a match. And they're 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 gonna take three minutes for an ad. Like it's it's insane. Like, yeah, I, I don't even know how much that would cost, Adam, because I pay for the like the three dollar one or whatever the hell it costs. Uh, so that I can watch the WWE pay-per-views. But, yeah, if I try to go back and I'll try to watch a pay-per-view, if I try to go back and watch something like this, there's three-minute, um, four-minute ads in this thing. It's ridiculous. Yeah, the Peacock higher-end subscription is like nine or – it's like it's like Netflix. It's like 10 to 15 for – oh, my God, I got another ad. But it's like $10 to $15 <laughs> for like the high end where you don't have any ads, ads free. But if you want like the normal subscription with ads, it's going to be like 7 bucks. Which is not that's terrible. The only, that's the only issue you get, you get with streaming services is, is the ad ads and non-ads prices. Like the um, – because I think like I was watching Swiss to Metal and it was like – I think it wasn't like frequent thankfully. It was like, I think there was like a couple ads. It was like a minute 30 seconds of that and then it was done. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. No, yeah, I know. I will say that. Yeah, when I was watching Twisted Metal 2, yeah, it wasn't too bad. But I guess for an hour like show, there would be like one little ad in between there. But if you put on like a three-hour pay-per-view, oh, they're gonna give you all the business. Shoot, did you guys just see that tombstone? And I just, I'm at the end of I the just, match. <laughs> I just saw oh, the no. choke slam. I just saw the choke slam, and I got an oh, ad. Sorry, choke slam. <laughs> I'm, I'm pausing mine right now. So I'm pausing mine right now to give you guys time to catch up. Yeah. I don't need to see the exorcist. Oh, who got the ring? Somebody already got a ring. I heard that. Connor. Was it Connor? Or it's Connor. Connor. Was it? Stop. I already okay. know it's you, Connor, because we all said that we weren't. Joke there. Slam. <laughs> Let's that. see. Did Mary Lou spare you in alive? My God. Oh, damn. That's my God, that's, that's not mankind. That's a doll in there. How did they Damn, get out of there? Oh my God, they were getting thrown on everywhere in this match. Mick Foley's going. He got pushed through the barricade. Then he got hit, got power drive, or like the or the break. Uh, outside the ring, he got pushed into the grass. 
Who's this? Yep, and that's it. My God. <laughs> My God. Who the hell is My this? My God. And the Undertaker. And that's he's hilarious. Still carrying mankind. The little, well, the doll that's in there. <laughs> How did he get? Oh, that's um. I can't keep forgetting that wrestler's name. That was Zeus for me. No, it's. Zeus for me. I'm gonna mute myself so you guys don't hear this. Oh, that's something spicy. Might be trying to hook up with uh, <laughs> someone in the, uh, in the comment section. I don't know. Ah, uh, this is this, this is a great, the great match, great night. Um, so that's gonna, yeah. So that's gonna do it with uh, Undertaker and Mankind. Got oh, I know what's gonna happen. I, I know what happens here. The, uh, I can't remember what happens. Yeah, it, it, this is one of the most iconic moments of the. Uh, oh, it's I definitely think. an iconic moment. Yeah. So who is like, like once they bury him alive? Was uh, oh, it? Is it the executioner? Is that the dark yeah, order? That looks no, like it's the executioner. <laughs> and you guys will be shocked because coming up to help bury the Undertaker are going to be Crush, Justin Bradshaw, Goldust, and Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Oh, no kidding. Those are all the guys that come and help bury the Undertaker. Why do they want to oh. bury the Undertaker? Well, this is a, I think this is what I, this is the iconic moment. You're, and, uh, you'll see. Like they're gonna bury him completely. Like I wonder, like did he actually get buried with all that? No, dirt? he's he's somewhere under. That's there's a reason why they built that buried alive hill is the way it did. Is so when he's hidden, there's a secret compartment that he can go under and kind of like hide underneath for that iconic moment. I wonder how that's he did what. Uh... Yeah. And plus the lighting too. That that's a good way to sneak out. There's a bunch of people now, yeah. There's a yeah, old dust, old dust Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Bradshaw. I wonder how much it would cost to buy that tomb the, the tombstone. My it's favorite is little kids points. yelling at Paul Bearer. That's great. <laughs> I wonder, wonder if they actually still have that, like in the WWE uh <laughs> I really have them in a warehouse somewhere or it's in Taker's um like collection. Or mankind's <laughs> collection, right? I think they have a lot of stuff like. It's so weird to see. It's so weird to see gold dust out there. I remember it was on. A, what was it? It was like a biography thing, and WWE had like their. Uh, like warehouse and had a bunch of old stuff. And... Yeah, yeah, it's the um, the WWE like collectors show or something. Mm -hmm. Well, my God, they buried him. They buried him alive. My God. Oh, someone threw a drink. My God, somebody was fired alive. Someone just threw a drink at someone. <laughs> nice. Those I did get That's the great part about the nine, like late 90s, like with wrestling, is fans just threw shit and it just, they allowed it. They're like, whatever. Wasn't it hurt him or kill him? Well, you got to remember in, in 99 when, when Vince won the Royal Rumble, like, Cans and cups were flown in the ring. It was hilarious. Yeah. But that was no, 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 no. There was there was nothing. I don't think I ever seen anything worse than when Hogan showed up and was the third man uh, <laughs> with the NWO, and there oh, yeah. was shit. There was shit flying in that ring like crazy. I mean, yeah. Logan, uh, Hogan was getting hit with cups, 
beers. That I mean, that 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 ring was littered by the time you know, they got. Someone, I don't think I've ever seen anything worse than that. You know, someone did that to MJF right. in AEW. It was yeah. uh, it was when he turned on Cody, and someone threw a a beer or something like that, threw it at him and went all over him. When he gave Cody the low blow, <laughs> and, and 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 finally turned on him. I don't remember him. I don't remember anybody throwing anything, but I, man, yeah, I, I remember so, him. That guy ejected because I have like I had the DVD and I watched watched it and you can see security guards going after. What what which one was that one? Which one was that one, Connor? Uh, I believe Full Gear twenty nineteen because that's one uh, he turned on Cody. Yeah. That was it, and and then when he went, man, I remember when did he fight Cody after that? I, I, I'm sorry, I'm going off topic here, but Revolution twenty twenty. Yeah, that was such a good match. Oh man, I remember, I remember uh, MJF being busted open for that match, and he was just a bloody mess. That was such a good match. Like ah, Aster, Bur- right. like Aster burying him. They got cups and everything buried with him. Let, uh, let, let's uh, let's let's talk about some people in the chat. Let's see what's going on in the chat. Let's talk about some um, chat real quick. Something we, we we shouldn't pull up. Um, Jazzy helped had fun with. Uh, Glad that you had fun, Connor. Um, next up, we're gonna be doing Orton versus Taker. So uh, let me know when you guys have that all pulled up. We'll do a countdown, and then we'll start watching the match. Um, real quick. Hey, well, what? Okay. What's up? Uh, what, what are we looking for? It's gonna be what Orton time? versus Undertaker, the coffin match. This is a good one. They had a really good feud, Undertaker and uh, Randy Orton. <laughs> All right. Well, um, what do you guys think of the AEW uh, buried alive match or the buried match? Or... I thought it was kind of fun. What do you guys think of it? Uh, I, it was okay. I, <laughs> I can't really comment on it because I didn't see it because of Bleacher Report. I still haven't oh, watched freaking uh, Bleacher Report. Yeah, the Bleacher Report. That's why I still haven't watched it. Because <laughs> I can't well, comment on it either. Like I've seen highlights of the match. Uh, it was a pretty decent match for what I saw. But... All right. You guys ready? All right. Is there, is it, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Is it the Flaming Casket? Uh... Um, It should be on the playlist. It should, yeah, it should be on the playlist, Mark. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What, 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 hold, okay, hold on. I'm not, I'm not on this playlist. Do hold you, on. you want me to send you the playlist? Yeah, what's going on here? Wait, <laughs> you didn't know? <laughs> I'm having to figure all this crap out by myself, bro. Like, what's going on here? Okay, hold on just real tight, guys. I'm going to send Mark the playlist. So the next match is, uh, yeah. yeah. No it's the handicap coffin match. Handicap no. coffin match. With both yeah, because it's Cowboy it's Bob. Spot. Yep. 2005, no mercy. Yep. All right, Mark, hold on. We get to Twitter, Twitter. Sorry, X. Someone's got a... Uh, a honey bun bear in the comments. <laughs> All right, uh, playlist has been sent to. <laughs> it should be the second. It should be right in order. Yeah. Yeah, this one's gonna be a good one. And oh, he's we lost Mark. Oh no. Well, you guys want to start it and then have Mark catch up, or do you yeah. want to Mark? All right, guys. Yeah, so we're gonna count down. Uh, this next match is Orton versus both Ortons versus Undertaker casket match uh, in three, two, one. 
So I love this feud, by the way. Yeah, this was definitely a good feud. That's all I just want to say. First time caller, first time listener. Uh, I'm still trying to figure this. <laughs> fan, big fan, big fan of the show. Um, all right, Undertaker versus Okay, I just right, love. Stop. It's so crazy to think that this match was awesome. Like this, this was a great feud. Um, I just love when Undertaker popped out of the casket, grabbed uh, Bob Orton, the Undertaker funeral. That was probably my favorite part. Of the it is year. so wild watching Cowboy Bob Orton wrestle in like yes. jeans and like a nice dress shirt. <laughs> so did Dusty Rhodes, baby. Dusty Rhodes had his last match. Here. <laughs> um, Davis, I thought this is one of your favorites. Um, what was your uh, did you? What was your favorite moment of the? Uh, of the legend killer gimmick. Did you have one besides Undertaker and uh, Bob Orton, or, or was this like the best part of the whole character? Are you asking me? Well, I was asking Davis, because I'm posing now the question. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, no, I mean, this. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute, which one of us is Davis? <laughs> uh, commenters. Um, he says, uh, this is my favorite. So. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so what did you was what was your favorite part of the legend um killer gimmick? Was this like your favorite part of it, or did you guys have something else that comes to mind with the legend killer side? Uh, just everything the overall presentation of the legend killer character, like where it stems from like him beating up Shawn Michaels to beating up Hulk Hogan, and then you know, the whole um, now favorite. the whole taker story, like. That was my favorite too, Davis. Yeah. Um, Davis says his was Orton versus Foley. So oh, yeah. was so so this one that we're watching was this part of Legend Killer because I I always yeah. thought the Legend Killer yeah. was at the back like in this later part of the story when he was like kicking like Dusty Rhodes and and Ric Flair. And no, that was and, his that was his his Viper breakout. That's basically where the Viper came from. Was yeah. uh, <laughs> You know, unhinged, all that stuff. You never know when I'm gonna strike. Okay, okay. I feel like this was kind of like a precursor to that character. Though. I feel like this is where it started in a way, but also had its own flavor and taste. Because that's what, because that's what I loved Randy Orton when he was when he punted Christian Cage. Now, uh, Big Show, um, and he knocked all those guys out into AEW. <laughs> basically, like he basically knocked those guys out. <laughs> Into another company, and I—that's I, when I love Randy. I mean, Randy Orton, young Randy Orton was really cool, but he is just—that man is just a menace. Like this dude was—is just like I don't. I I man, I I remember that match against um Brock Lesnar when Brock Lesnar busted him open, and they couldn't yeah. even finish the match because I I think it was a it wasn't like a legit like. Um, it it was a I don't think it was a work I think it was a it was I think it was a shoot I think that was like legit that I don't think he meant to bust it him open, but like the blood that I come that I came saw all that was like because I thought that because when I saw that I thought Randy could beat um could beat Brock Lesnar if there was anybody I, I Randy's always been one of my favorites man I mean yeah nobody could beat Brock. 
Chris and Jericho talked about that. that. Yeah. That him and Brock Lesnar guy. Well, that, well, they actually got into actual backstage fight years ago before that. But, but Jericho t- almost tapped Brock out in real life. <laughs> oh, yeah. He put him down. It was a 2000 and uh, early on his career, but he put Brock Lesnar down. See, Jericho is one of the best technicians in the game. The man of a thousand holds. But I feel like now, if they were to do it now, I think Brock would win. Brock would probably win. This is what, this is what, pre-UFC career? Yeah, it was when he first got into the game. Like, early on. I can't believe they got Bob Orton wrestling. Cool. He's taking bumps like crazy. And hey, what year, what year was this? Oh five, oh five, yeah. But All right, so, so this is why I don't remember it because this is a couple of the years that I took off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't this is, remember this. This is, this is the this is the funky, you know, Mark, you know, Marky Mark in the funky crotch era of. Uh, <laughs> this was the uh, yeah, this was the ruthless aggression era of WWE, pretty much. It yeah. ended in like 2000 and like 10, maybe. See, because I was in high school this year, and, and when I was in high school, I didn't watch wrestling, man. I, 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 I was too busy chasing tail. <laughs> Why are you chasing foxes? Hey, they were good-looking creatures, bro. <laughs> yeah. So uh, leave the nine animals alone. So um, this is going to be kind of posing our um, one of our next matches, but uh, Ariana asked in the comment section. Um, are you guys excited for TNA? Impact going back to TNA if you didn't stop. I'm going to let Connor um, start out with this. And let's let Connor yeah. start out with this. So, man of the hour, Connor, what is your thoughts on that? So, uh, one most, they probably would get into wrestling. Like, never getting into wrestling, it probably would have been WWE. But for me, it was TNA. That, that's how I got into wrestling. Uh, well, I seen WWE probably first. But when I really started to, like, Really invested, like wanting to watch it all the time. Really wanting to. It was TNA. It was uh, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle. It was all those guys. Uh, the crazy match types that WWE really didn't do. I mean, they did Hell in a Cells, but the type of matches that TNA would do was kind of like the uh, Ultimate X, the Destination X, the uh, King of the Mountain. They had a lot of different. Matches the, very, it's very unique. Feast and fired, feast or fired oh, was one of my feasting. favorite matches because you never knew, you never knew which briefcase it was, and that's what the match was exciting for me. Uh, I love that concept. I'm glad they did it again. So, who got fired this last round? It was a, uh, it was some Japanese. I think it was a Japanese guy. I can't remember his um, name, but he uh, was the guy like Takeshita? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. People wore like red trunks. I can't remember his name. I know I saw him here in Dallas. But, but am I excited for uh, TNA to come back? Uh, I don't know why they uh, stopped calling it TNA because I still call it TNA even when they weren't TNA. Uh, well, I think they're trying to kind of distance themselves from the Hogan Dixie bullshit. Yeah, but I think that was kind of it. Uh, I know. I'm not sure. I always called it TNA. I always thought it was TNA, and then. You know, yeah. I, 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 somebody said, hey, it's, uh, it's called Impact now. And I'm like, Impact TNA? I was like, what's the difference? Like, <laughs> to me, it's always been the same, but, uh, but go yeah, ahead. They're going, back, they're going back to what they were. Uh, the company is called TNA, Total Nonstop Action. Because that's what, weekly, starting in, what, January? Yeah, and then the weekly yeah, it's show. The, it's the hard to, what, it's hard justice or hard to kill pay-per-view is that when, hard to their kill. first 
the hard to kill pay-per-view is going to be their banner, their, their first show under, uh, under the banner again. But the weekly show will still be, uh, going back to what they used to do, the company TNA and the weekly show is impact. Uh, so you're watching TNA impact. Uh, I probably will actually watch some of it. Uh, sounds like that they're going to be getting a good amount of good free agents coming through there. Uh, when I talk about Will Ospreay going over there, eventually CM Punk showing up in TNA. Uh, I know Scott Demore hinted at uh, the six hour six hour ring is not coming back, which is no, uh, it should not come back. <clears throat> I think it would be good for like pay per views or like just for one time a year, like one pay per view, yeah. Because Bound for Glory is over WrestleMania, but uh, they're, they're going back to the TNA brand. I'm I'm really excited for it. Uh, yeah, I'll probably watch <laughs> one of my favorites is Josh Alexander. That's, he's one of my favorites in Impact. Uh, he, Josh he, Alexander is great. Um, he's my favorite. Uh, I like some others. Uh, the Rascals. I like uh, Eddie Edwards for me. I like Eddie Edwards. Uh, uh, what is, what's her name? Uh, Deanna Peraza. She's one of my favorites. Oh, uh, the Virtuosa. Yeah, dude. Deanna Peraza is just. But yeah, uh, amazing. But are you? Yeah, she was really nice. Yeah, I've always wanted. To, well, I've seen her up in close person, but never really met her. But Ariana, I'm definitely excited for TNA. Yeah, I have a picture with her, and I have a picture of after she won the ROH belt. Um, oh, I was going to show you guys. Uh, we were talking about VHS just a minute ago. <laughs> I can't find the VHS to it, but I have the top to it. Uh, I've showed it on here before, but. Uh, this is one of my first VHSs I collected. It was the oh, uh, very nice, nice. I can't find the VHS. It's kind of torn up and everything, but I always keep it because uh, can't find these again. Get the whole. So I had I had yeah. the DVD, the DVD thing of all the WrestleManias. So they had came out yeah. with all the WrestleManias on DVD from one, I want to say up until twenty. Five, they had a collection of it where you had like multiple CDs that had all the matches from all the WrestleManias. Yeah. See, I wish so, I would have bought that. I remember seeing it at Walmart. I wish I would have bought it. They probably got on eBay, probably still. And then I also have uh, a DVD that's about all the DX from like '96 to like '98. And then I've got the Rise and Fall of ECW on that DVD. That was great. I was, dude. I I saw that on. If you remember, it was on Netflix. Like Netflix had like a whole bunch of those like those DVD specials like that. Well, Peacock so has all of them because ECW yeah, is still underneath the WWE banner. So technically, yeah, all cool. the catalogs, all the catalogs um, of ECW and WCW are on Peacock. Um, Davis says No Mercy of Five was a really good pay per view. Um, I have not watched it all the way through front to back, so I might have to do that. Maybe I'll do it here this weekend right at the fire station. So, let, let them watch some wrestling. You know, make them I believe I believe No Mercy 05 was actually the last pay-per-view of Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. I think that, was like, that was right before his heart attack, right? Yeah, it was right before his heart attack. So, so shout out to uh, Cowboy Bob Orton right here because – he looks like he is so bent out of shape in this match. He looks like an old man, but he's he's bumping and selling pretty well. I like it. You know, he was my dad for a day. 
Here's your dad for a day. Weird, weird situation. Uh, Hold it both in the casket. So, does Taker have to put both of them in the casket to win? Yeah. I believe so. He's the candy cat. Interesting. That casket is like 10 feet deep. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you need to fit two people in there. You could probably fit. Uh, oh, we got an ad right at the good part. No. <laughs> I don't need to do my five minute oil change and see the, the crop top family. Crop top family. Well, because it's a sweater commercial, like where they're like, where she's like, oh, I don't have, I didn't have time to do the rest of the sweaters. Oh, well. <laughs> Yeah, the whole family is just where it like has like up, like from here down like showing like their midriff. Weird commercial. Their midriff. Their midriff. I don't know if that's what you call it, but their uh, midsection. Oh. And somewhere to see Randy Orton like, without as many tattoos. Yeah, just right. It, it, right. It's almost like bald uh, Randy Orton. Dude, bald Orton was like the creepiest. I love bald Orton. Dude, I'm kind of sad that there's no more Bald Orton. I want Bald. I want. I want Bald Orton to come back. Bald he looks Orton. good with hair, but I want to see him bald again. That was like he looked slick with it with bald hair. Hey, you should uh, you remember him say, "Hey, Bald Orton." <laughs> Bob Orton. Hey, Bald. Uh, bald Orton. Um, can you uh, like, when you come back from your neck injury, can you just shave your whole head? You ever watch his, his his videos with his kids? It's so funny. They're adorable. Like it's, like, it's so cute. Like it just like he'll wrestle like his son, like in the like in the pool. His son and his son RKO. will like RKO him out of nowhere. It's great. Or did you see the video of um, Orton at the uh, his son's basketball game? And two of the kids got up there and watched the presents and one of them hit the RKO on the, on the gym floor. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love I love and I hate TikTok. It's such a distraction sometimes. <laughs> I, need, I need to stop. I need to stop watching TikTok. Oh, low blow! That's got to be a nasty shot. Did you guys just see that? Oh, what a nasty low blow! Oh, that would break. I would be crying. Don't get how he had many kids after that, because that was a nasty low blow. You guys are watching at home. Um, on my screen, Taker went up behind Orton and just did a whole, like, a full forearm to his groin. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, that's, that's brutal, Mr. Mark. That is brutal. <laughs> Hey man, I—I I mean, I—I I don't know how some of these guys still have kids after doing those low blows, man. I mean, it, it's they've got to be wearing like cups or having really good padding in there. You know? Something there has to be yeah. some. They got to be wearing some socks or something. <laughs> there got to be some socks yeah. in there or something because if, if I, I'm because I'm pretty sure, right, that somebody has to be telling these guys, "I'm hey, I'm gonna low blow you at some point in this yeah. match." Okay, let me prepare. Let me make sure that my yeah. my you know juju's and berries are are good. <laughs> Or yeah. they go like to, like the left, the right side of the leg. Oh, that was dude. That that looked like a nasty low blow. Though. That was nasty. Like that was that's gotta hurt. Sorry, I had to so, get more water. Oh, you're fine. I'm gonna get me a, a sip 
uh, something cold here in a second. A sippy sip. Sippy sip. You always need the sippy sip. Yeah, I told, uh, you know, I, I, I reached out to, uh, uh, who was I drinking <laughs> the other day? Who was you drinking? Who was you drinking? Who was it? Um, damn it. When I was with Mr. Jacobs on, uh, uh, on, on Collision, I told Mr. Jacobs, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm, uh, I said, hey, you know, this is a free sponsorship, but if you guys want to pay us, you know, for some sponsorship, you know, I wouldn't mind it if you give us just toss us some free beers, you know, so that we could, you know, hey, we'll plug you guys, you know, while we're while we're doing the show. Hey, we hey some advertisements, you know, ain't, ain't a bad idea, you know. Yeah, uh, we should get we should get, oh, was, we should oh, get a PBR. moonshine we should get a moonshine company to sponsor. So it was PBR. It was PBR. Oh, nice. Uh, let's do. Yeah, let's, so, let's 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 just do what every podcast is doing right now. Let's be sponsored by PBR and Blue Chew. There we go. There we go. Let's get us. Hey, hey, I'm gonna plug that shit, man. Through we'll all the whole you. show. What's that? Well, after, you know, after a fun night of watching wrestling, sometimes I'm feeling a little parched, and nothing quenches my thirst. <laughs> PBR. Not after I drink that PBR. Sometimes I just want to love up on my old lady, so I take. Bluetooth. Bluetooth is you know, is you know way better than Viagra because it comes in a discreet package right to your front door. I mean, come on now, like they, look at that. They don't even have to send us like the actual same for the advertisement. <laughs> we got it. We already got it all down. Was, I, like that was perfect, bro. I mean, come on now, and then we, we would be able to chime in on that. Like, yes, Bluetooth. After a few PBRs oh, is absolutely perfect. RKO. We uh, just. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt, but, <laughs> dude. That was a great RKO. Did you just see the RKO that, that uh, Randy hit on Taker? Or he has gone past that or close to that part? Because dang, that was a good. That was a good RKO. Oh, what about Manscaped? We can do Manscaped. Sometimes uh, Adam just looks like Sasquatch, <laughs> and to shave the whole rest of his body, so he has a wonderful beard. He uses the Lawnmower 2.0. <laughs> dude. If it gets us free products, like I am all for, I will plug the crap out of that. I'll Dude, be, I'll, my, I'll, I would mention it every yeah. five minutes in the show. <laughs> well, let's not do that. Not every five minutes, because you know we need to keep all the viewers we can, and I don't want to be like a Logan or Jake Paul. Where True. It's like, plug our merch. Plug our merch. Plug our sponsor there. Like, if you do, like every like if you do like like say like me two or three like an hour, perfect time. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm exaggerating just a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, because especially uh, if they pay us. I mean, hey, yeah, I'll plug dude, the crap out of your stuff, dude. Have you ever heard Tony Schiavone um, do a manscaped commercial? No, oh, dude, Tony Schiavone was like, he was like, you know, now they have you know something for your nose hair called the weed whacker, the weed whacker, the weed whacker, and just the way that he says it, I don't know why, but it pops me. This is back. You know what's funny is he doesn't even do under his shirt anymore. I'm kind of sad. I, miss, I wish he would. Um, because I liked when he would read the ads, and I thought that was really funny and charming. I have <laughs> not ever heard him do the Manscaped one. That is, and the match is over. Wow. They just put Undertaker in a casket. That is not an easy feat, fellas. 
Oh, that's why it takes that, one. Yeah, I was about to say that's why it takes two people. That's why it took. That's why it took two people. Yep. Because Randy couldn't do it himself. Hey, you know what they say? Hey, you know what they done to me? It's time to shine. Hey, hey, say. hey, hey, <laughs> what you done to me? <laughs> what y'all think of the match, guys? What y'all was... think? Great match. I love to be honest with you. I think Cowboy Bob Orton was the best part in the match. The distractions, the 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 just looking like my dad at a that try, you at know, a barbecue class. First. <laughs> yeah, my dad at a barbecue that you know dad at a barbecue. It's like I uh, I'm gonna try to wrestle you there, son. And his, and his son's a, a UFC fighter. That has to be really cool, though, right? To do that with your dad against the Undertaker. I mean, yeah. I mean, is there any? I mean, that has to be like the pinnacle of. I mean, as 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 much as Randy's done, but to do that with your dad and to actually put the Undertaker in a freaking casket, I mean, how what what greater thing that you could do with your dad? I mean, think about it. Like football players have like football player dads and stuff, and they win a Super Bowl. They don't ever get to do it with their dad, yeah. right? They, like this this is something that I mean, I I I would have to believe that. Randy Orton has this at the top of his, you know, of his list of the pinnacles of the things that he's done in the wrestling business to do that with his dad. I mean, that, that is just awesome. Like that's just too cool. Is Bob Orton still alive or did he pass on? I think he might've, he might still be alive. I, I, as far as I know, he's still alive. I, I never heard of him, um, passing away. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, so we got an oh, so is he gonna smash this thing now? I can't remember what happens with this one. Just, yeah, oh, I, oh, he lights on. Oh, oh, he smashes it. I thought he was gonna light on fire. Yeah, Cowboy Bob Orton is still alive, he's 72 old years old. 72. Nice, all right, he's still young. Shoot, my Randy's mom just 30, my mom's Randy's about 33. My mom's gonna turn seventy at midnight, so yeah. So, right. Oh, nice. Well, happy no, birthday happy to Mark's mom. Mark's mom. Oh yeah, let's. Hey, tell tell, tell my mom happy birthday, y'all. Tell tell my mom. Yeah. Uh, say uh, say happy birthday. Uh, let's let's call her Miss Janie. Miss Janie. Say happy birthday, Miss Jamie. Jamie. All right. Okay. Happy birthday, Miss Jamie. Jamie. We love you. Thank you for giving us Mark. He is he is a good son. There you go, mom. Happy birthday. That's my Christmas <laughs> present to you. All my boys telling you happy birthday. <laughs> there you go. Your birthday present? Yeah. Where I got you guys already, in the video. So. I am right when he's smashing the uh oh he's got a is that a gas can? Yes, I'm, yeah. so I'm he's right got there. a jerry can. My so god, right he's gonna burn him alive. My I'm right god. there with Lane. Me and Lane are right there. We're together. Yes, he's uh Yeah. Okay, that's where I'm at too. He's just finishing up on my end. He's about to light him on fire. This so this so, would be the second time Undertaker gets lit in fire in a casket. <laughs> How many times has he been lit on fire in a casket match? Twice. Because once he it was it was Royal Rumble '98. He wrestled Shawn Michaels in a casket match. Right. Kane came out. You thought Kane was going to help him, and he actually betrayed him. Him and Paul Bearer put him in a casket and lit it on fire. Chef, Wait, you know what? I remember that from our uh, Undertaker and and Brock Lesnar special. So when yep. does he get? So when does he get out of this thing? Was it? It happens at, at Survivor Series in 05. 
no, like but five like months later. No, but like months. actually, like in this um container, because they can't so, light so, them. So what it is, what it is, is how, you saw how close it was to the ring, right? Uh huh. So he, there's a secret door underneath the casket. So then he goes when he, they do a thing like that, he goes underneath the the door and he goes underneath the ring. And they do it in such a way, like you watched it, they were locking it and they were distracting everybody in the crowd so they couldn't look at the bottom of, and of the casket. And then he and rolls. Yeah, and when they're doing, when they're locking the door, uh, the doors of the casket, that's when he's getting out because they're signaling him, hey, we're locking it up, get out of the casket now. That's awesome, man. I, man, they were so freaking creative back then, right? I mean, shit. I wouldn't, I, I, I've never known that when I was watching, I'm like, where is he? Is Arntiger in there? Is he getting burned My alive? My God, he got burned alive. <laughs> he's Him wearing and, a flame uh, suit. He's wearing a oh, he's wearing a flame suit. My God, they killed him. My God. <laughs> My God. Uh, My God. Dude, we just watched a man get buried alive, burned alive. <laughs> My yeah, God, come see this. They're burning him alive. <laughs> My God. What hey, about so the children? Uh, so we're we going to the next match already. We're, uh, gonna... we're getting ready to. Uh, we're gonna pause it here in a second. I'm watching two okay. ads, and then we'll go into the TNA Monsters Ball match. Because yeah, Rhino was already coming up on my screen. So yeah, so... I'll pause <laughs> it. Ah, I'm losing my light. There we go. Right. But yeah, that was a, such a good match. So that was that was very entertaining. Yeah. So what? Hope you guys uh, enjoyed that casket match. Uh, drop down below what your favorite casket match was. Um, to be honest with you, I I think I think this one was my favorite cast match that's ever been done. I think I think Darby and um I think Darby Brian Cage Brian Cage Darby and Brian Cage was close, but I think this one was better. But I think also I think it shows how Taker put Orton over. He built he really built Orton with this match for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think that's one of the coolest things, right? Was that you know, the Undertaker willing to do that for Orton, you know, and, and his pops, you know, going out there and, and doing that. I think that was such a good, like, propeller, right? Because uh, for, for Randy Orton, I mean, I it, there is no, I don't think there's, I, there's a few guys, right, that you could say that you can, that you can beat that'll put you over in a way that you're going to be, like, really over. And Undertaker... The Rock and Stone Cold are like the, yeah. the top three, right? I mean, if you get put over by those guys, then that means that they know that you're legit and they're they're propelling you in to that stratosphere of being the guy for the next 20 years. And that's exactly what Undertaker did for Orton because he did become the guy for the next 20 years and is still the guy right now. Of course. All right, guys. So, uh, all right. I'm going to count us down. In three, two, one, Monsters Ball Match. <clears throat> and while we're doing that, wipe, uh, the show's playing. If you guys want to keep talking, I'm going to step away for real quick and grab me a stick. Well, well I was going to say, uh, I know you're stepping away, but when we were talking about casket matches, um, one I was going to bring up is actually from an organization we're going to watch here, Lucha Underground. Uh, they call it the Grave Consequences Match uh, in Lucha, but it's basically a casket match. And it was Mil Muertes versus Phoenix. Everybody knows knows who Phoenix is, um, Ray Phoenix. So he had a match in Lucha with Mil Muertes called Grave Consequences. Basically a casket match, but it was such an awesome match. 
Are we that's watching that tonight? My, oh, or? That's probably no. We're gonna be watching the uh, uh, Cerro Mierdo uh, match with uh, Vampiro and um, Penta. So, so who is that? Who is that guy that you're talking about? The other one, uh, oh, Mil, uh, Mil, Mil Muertes. Oh my God! I want to say he was portrayed. I'm trying to remember here. Let me let me Google it. Uh, let me see. No, that's not what I want. Um, Mil Muertes. And you said that was like a casket match too. That one. It's it's basically so. Um, it's basically it's called the Grave Consequences is the name of the match, but it's basically a casket match. Basic is to beat your opponent down so hard that you put him in a casket and he can't get out. Oh, okay, yeah. That's, um, yeah. So, uh, Mil Muertes was portrayed by uh, Gilbert Cosme, who goes by Ricky Benderas, El Maceas. Uh, I'm sure you remember El Maceas. Uh, he was in. I think that was T his his character in TNA. Yeah, uh, he went by uh, Judas Maceus. Do you remember Judas from <laughs> TNA? Is he is he in my mind? No, I'm not. My God, <laughs> <laughs> everyone he's betrayed. Yes, no, but Connor does. Ju yeah, um, uh, Judas Judas Maceus. He always he always came to the ring with James Mitchell. Hmm. So that guy portrayed a wrestler. It was he portrayed a wrestler in Lucha called Mil Muertes, and him and Phoenix had one of the coolest matches called Grave Consequences, which was basically a casket match. Nice. Okay, cool. cool. That one, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, definitely got to check in on that one for sure. Are you sure we're not watching ECW? A lot of his uh, this. <laughs> his matches in TNA were against Abyss. That was a lot of his. Uh... Hey, how far did you guys get in the match? Uh, where y'all at? I'm still watching the entrances. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Hardy's coming out. out. Yep. I didn't like uh, Jeff Hardy's face paint TNA really. It's gotten better. It was sure. it was hit or miss. <sighs> his favorite one, my favorite one was the uh, yellow and I mean not the uh, the orange and blue. Me first from the WWE Championship. Oh, my my favorite face paint of his was uh, drunk. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> was, hey, that so the was that below the belt? Was that below the belt? Sorry. I'm hey, sorry. so what? So is this the thing that they? It, this was the the all elite zone or the uh, what do they call the impact this? zone? The impact yeah. zone. So oh. this is it, right? This is the impact zone. Yeah, I was so, told that. Uh, I don't think I've told how so I, one so uh who was it that Ar Ariana I think it was that asked us about what we thought about TNA I was just about to pull that up yeah so Ariana um me and me and Lane talked about this yesterday we were talking about TNA uh, on the show yesterday and my thing was I want this to come back I told Lane I was like I want this arena to come oh, back because the thing that they do now is not it's just not very appealing um so i felt like this arena that the light fixture um the whole setup just seems way cooler than um than it is now connor i don't know do you, do you agree with that or or what do you think yeah uh so apparently uh scott demora talked about it on uh the interview with uh tom uh, it was Tom Phillips in WWE. 
he's uh, he's in TNA now. Yeah. Uh, he did like an interview and said that the uh, New Deal, like TNA is not coming back to January. So they're, they've already, like, they're going to have uh, new stages. They're going to be going to bigger arenas. Uh, the arena that they're going to for Hard to Kill is a really, it's a big arena for him, for TNA. They haven't been somewhere that big in a while. Uh, but the tunnels, uh, Scott DeMora kind of hinted at that. that the tunnels, Jesus Christ, look at Sabu's eye. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is nasty. Uh, yeah, he. Uh, they're gonna be having new title belts. Uh, they're going to. They're gonna have a new stage. And I'm thinking the tunnels are gonna be returning. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna be returning like teams like how this version did it, or how they're gonna do that. But uh, they're supposed to go into bigger arenas. They're supposed to. Uh, a lot, a lot more bigger free agents are supposed to be coming in. They're gonna be upping their budget. So. So. So to Ariana's question, I'll say that based upon Connor's, you know, answer there, yes, I'm I'm excited about TNA as long as they're going to be doing uh, bigger venues with more people. And I mean, if they could get this all elite zone like what we're watching now, I mean that uh, that that or the Impact Zone, I love that whole setup. I already know that they already said they're not bringing back the six-sided uh, ring. Um, which is not a big deal to me, but if they can get a setup, you know, to where there's at least a couple thousand people in the venue instead of just a couple hundred the way they had before. I uh, like me and Lane had talked about it yesterday. I told him that, you know, the the whole a uh, few hundred people was just a turnoff for me. Like I tr- I watched the stuff and then it was just a hundred a hundred uh, five hundred people. You know, it's just. It just doesn't really catch my eye, but if you oh do something like God. this, and you have this setup with the light fixtures and the whole like impact zone thing, I am more than game to watch that, and I would pay to watch that for sure. So I'm excited about what they're gonna do. I know they're gonna do something different. I'm pretty sure, um, and I'm excited what they're gonna do for TNA. So yes, I am definitely excited, and will watch as long as they, um, like Connor said, they they plan on doing different venues. And bigger audiences, I'm all game for that. And you bring along oh. CM Punk, I'm game for that as well. Well, well, also because Scott is Scott Demore is like the head of creative. He's the head producer, isn't he? He's also like, the president, I believe. But he's well. the president of it now too, so he's pretty much bought into it. Yeah, he's everything. Yeah. He, uh, I, I know before they made the TNA, well, before they made the TNA announcement uh, in January, they were having a, they were going to be a. Up in their production, so uh, it's probably gonna be looking. It'll probably look a lot different since they're up in their production. Like everything's been up, so. Well, okay, what do we, it, they had to build back up to this point. What do we know about yeah. the TV deal? Is it, are they staying with Access or? Yeah, that's the only thing that's gonna kill them. Is the, I mean, you can watch for basically, basically for ninety nine cents on their uh, their YouTube Insiders. Yeah, but uh. For a dollar, really? You can see everything. What? Yeah, weekly show. Yeah. Yeah, access is not that expensive at all. Well, well uh, because I subscribe to, I have subscription to their their streaming service. Well, like they have it on there too, and they also have like uh like like Impact Wrestling has their own subscription on YouTube, and then like if you pay ninety nine cents a month, you get to watch 
Yeah, the weekly show and you get to watch pay per views, back catalog before Wait, they impact. for a dollar, really? It's ten bucks. Yeah, oh, ten bucks. Uh, well, it's, it's ten, 10 bucks. bucks. It's ten bucks, but you're basically streaming an episode for like a dollar each. Yeah, that that's basically what it comes down to. Is you're, for 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 it, you'll be with the back catalog. It's basically if you want to watch an old TNA episode, it's basically a dollar to watch it. Just like, look at all the moments you had on there. You had everything with Styles, Joe, Angle. Yeah, the, the Perk Angle. And they still got some stuff that they've never released. They got a lot of stuff. But... Um, there was, there's like, there's, there's a lot of like other independent people that would be on the before the Impact um, that do some great stuff in ring. Uh, I'm, I'm just hoping that the audience gets bigger because when I went and saw. The hard to kill pay per view when he was here in Dallas. It was, it was one of the best pay per views I've been to. Small crowd, but it didn't feel like a small crowd. How much fun it was! We also got to see the first Ultimate Women's match, the Ultimate X Women's match. That was that was one of the, the funnest parts of the night. I just looked it up. Uh, the YouTube Insiders, uh, the lowest package is nine nine cents. But if you want to go even higher than that, they have all different uh, different packages. Like they have, like I know we just get the ninety nine cents just to watch weekly shows. But, so what is it? So what do you get with that ninety nine cents? So you get to watch the weekly show. You get to, there's a lot of other things, and I think you get to watch their their uh, Impact Plus specials on there. So because I saw that um, they had posted uh, Impact had said that um, that. Like yes, uh, what's it Thursday? Oh, tonight they were gonna be able to post the Mike Bailey and Will Osprey match. So would you get that with that ninety nine cents? Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if you get for ninety nine cents. Yeah, here it is. I'm curious. Uh, it's uh, well, it was ninety nine cents. They have the uh, Impact Wrestling Insider one dollar and forty nine cents a month because uh, the premium item, pal. Then if you get the Impact Insider Ultimate, you get basically everything. Uh, basically their whole thing. But the uh, 149, you get the uh, Impact Weekly Impact Weekly episodes every Thursday. Yeah. For $1.50? Yeah, basically. Yeah, you get to watch the weekly show. Because a lot of people doesn't get uh, access TV, so they kind of made it really easy. So, oh my God, Sabu! Yeah, so that's what I was telling Elaine about yesterday. Is that yeah, the access is not an easy uh, channel to get. Like, it's a, uh, it's, it, I mean, I, I, I remember having uh, Directv, and when I had it, and I watched, and I watched Impact all the time, and then when I switched to YouTube TV, it's not on there. And there's an Impact channel on YouTube TV. Where you get to see everything of impact, they just they they and but it's like fifteen dollars more a month. It's like a sports package yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Oh, you have you have you have YouTube TV too, so you know. Oh my Connor. gosh! Oh, Jeff Hardy! You guys just see Jeff Hardy fly off the, yeah. the balcony? Yeah, he, yeah, he the Tron? yeah, he flew off the. Oh man, I miss this Jeff Hardy, but. Damn. Oh, we've seen a little bit in AEW. We've seen, oh, yeah, we've uh, seen a little bit in AEW, that's for sure. <laughs> well, him and Darby in AEW was kind of... That was one of the craziest matches I've seen in AEW. My God. No, but there's Jim Cornette. Is Jim Cornette um, commentating? 
I know I heard Don West. No, it was uh, who was it? It was Don West and um, Mike Tanay. Yeah, Mike Tanay. Thank you. Who just oh, got they, inducted to the the Impact uh, or TNA Hall of Fame? Hall of Fame. Yeah. This is really cool. I'm, I remember uh, the Kurt Angle. Oh, the lockdown, and Kurt Angle pushed AJ Styles off the thing, and Kurt Angle just flipped everyone off from the top. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> so, is this for the championship? Uh, the TNA championship? No, I don't. I don't think so. They they just had yeah. monster balls for like kind of like feuds to like, like kind of just like to end them. It's almost like, like a the, lot of these like monster ball matches. Yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of these. Monster, oh monster my balls, god! Yeah, a lot of these monster ball matches really had no title on the line. Yeah. That's insane! I can't Did, believe. How many of them involve Abyss? Because I think most of them involve Abyss. Abyss was in a lot of them. Yeah. He actually the one that came up with the concept. Yeah. Yeah, he's in about all the hardcore moments or the bloodiest moments. You're gonna see a bit about probably every one of them. Isn't well, he a producer I, for WWE now? Yeah, he's one of the producers. Bro, yeah. what Jeff Hardy just murdered himself on on TV. That's just crazy. One of my favorites was, uh, Am I ahead of y'all or I'm, not, uh, I'm right when uh, the table just got set up and Sabu is throwing chairs at Abyss. I'm at like 14 something. I'm at, thir- I'm at 14, exactly. Oh, man, I'm only Ooh, at. Ooh, gore. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Oh, the sickening shot. He put he threw him on the table. And he... that, that table spot, my God. Yeah. That wasn't on there. Hey, so 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 what is it with the six sided rings that wrestlers hate? It's just the way that the way that they are, they um when they bump on them, it hurts a lot more. Because they're tighter. It's, it's that yeah, yeah, I think um, I think it's because it's the design of it is it was just a rarity in TNA, and I didn't like it. I did not like the six sided ring at all. Hey, let's do eight sides if we want to go. <laughs> Oh, God, what a pile driver. This is just wild. Like, See, I'm, I'm so I'm glad ran, I added this one to the playlist. Jesus Christ. This is like, I ran the ropes in the four-sided ring, but if you look at it when they run the eight-sided ring, it's a lot harder. It's not really uh, – it's not it's not much uh, flexibility, so you don't have to find moves. It's a lot harder. Oh, poor Jeff. Damn. You know, I don't get how Rhino's Rhino must be a vampire. He has not aged. <laughs> right, he looks like the same he did like 20 years ago. And and even in this, I mean, he looks the same. Yeah, he's always looked the same. That's the yeah, no, he doesn't age at all. He 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 probably drinks a lot of water. <laughs> drinks a lot of water, <laughs> drinks milk, takes his vitamins. <laughs> Oh man. So uh Mark, what did you think of the Monsters Ball match? Uh which one was that one? <laughs> so what we're watching. Oh dude, I, I mean I'm in the so I'm at um I'm at the fourteen twenty mark right now. Yeah, it's and almost this, done. Yeah. And yeah. this thing is insane. I am so I want I just want to say that I'm so pissed off at myself <laughs> that I stopped watching wrestling at this time. I, I really regret not watching because I, I never knew about this six-sided ring deal. 
because I never saw wrestling at this point in time. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I, I never saw wrestling at this time. But this is, like, really cool. I mean, I, I love this, man. This is super fun. I I would have got back into wrestling easily had I watched this stuff on a weekly basis. This seems, like, really cool. And th- these uh that the these things that are on the uh what are they what are they called those things that are going so high oh my god so those things that yeah, are going so high on the on every turnbuckle and then what is that yeah. what is that belt uh cuz they they simply they have one right that that's, goes like on the top thing that's the ultimate x match that's yeah that's the ultimate those 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 steel beams that you're talking about they go to the ultimate x design at the top that's for the ultimate x match the coolest shit I've ever seen, and 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 I and I never I never <coughs> liked or cared for uh, TNA. I remember I saw one of those matches uh, a couple of years ago um, with Impact, uh, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever, man. I, like that, these guys. I mean, doing that stuff up there, and then when I got to see some of the highlights of uh, some of those shows that they did back in the day with AJ Styles. You know, and, and just doing like some crazy stuff over there where you can like break your neck, like falling off of those things. It just blew my mind. And I and I was just like, why the hell was I not watching wrestling back then? You know, okay, yeah, maybe I was I was too busy, you know, you know, plowing women, but you know, but uh, you know, but let uh, but you know, I wish I could have put that stuff aside for at least a few minutes and you know, watch the wrestling. You dog. <laughs> and watch the wrestling because this shit is fun, man. This is super fun to watch. I, I, I would not be mad at be watching this and put her to the side and say, chill out, woman. I'll get to you later. Let me watch All some right. impact wrestling. Let me watch the impact wrestling and get off of me. I'm so, watching impact wrestling. <laughs> I'm glad they like the monsters ball match. Um we're gonna do a little palette clean cleaner for a second here. Um, we're going to do uh Dolph Ziggler versus the Miz in a trick or in a trick or street fight. Um, so this one's gonna be very PG, it won't be as crazy and bloody, but it's gonna be a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. Um, so you guys ready? <laughs> Let's do All it. Right. All right, guys, in three, two, one, Dolph Ziggler versus the Miz in a trick or street fight. God, I already, I already love, I love Dolph Ziggler. He was so uh, good, man. I, I, I'm the same, man. I was, I was always a big, I was always a big Dolph guy. I love Dolph. Me too. I mean, it's surprising he didn't win more world titles in WWE because he was such a long-term guy with them. You know, he won, like, only won it once. Am I correct? He was world. No, he. I think he actually won the world. Yeah, he won the world heavyweight title once, and then he the was NXT, NXT champion. champion. He's been intercontinental champion a couple of times and been a yeah. tag champ a couple of times, but man, the whole like he never made it to like the top for like the WWE yeah. title, like. And so, I think he's gonna turn. I think he's gonna turn in one like the Matt Cardona, like the new think, Matt Cardona. Yeah. Where I think if he does independence, he's gonna be successful. But I know he's got other avenues he's taken. Like he does a lot of stand up. Like he does stand up comedy. He's if a you funny ever watch guy. some of his comedy, he's funny. Like so he's they're a gonna, funny guy. You know, so they're doing that, right? So him and him and uh his brother are gonna do a a stand-up show in LA coming up. Uh so Dolph and and and, and his brother uh they're they're both they're 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 gonna do a comedy show. They're doing a comedy show. Um, apparently, yeah, apparently his brother is funny too. I've never seen his brother yeah, like, do stand-up. I, um, we saw him get destroyed by Claudio at a show, Connor. That was yeah. fun. 
I know, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Hey, that's a comedy show on its own. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that. He got booed out of the arena. I remember. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he got booed out of the arena, but then he's like, "I challenge any <laughs> champion." Blah blah blah. And then Claudio goes, "No, no, no! I was just kidding. I was just kidding." He said, "That's hilarious." He, he wanted to face a like a someone. Came, I think Claudio came out and he said that he wanted to face a real world champion. At the time, CM Punk was a real world. <laughs> real world champion. What time stamp are you guys at? I just got with uh, in the ring because had a commercial. Two three. Two yeah, I'm at two oh eight. Yeah, I'm at two oh three. Bobby Frappel. I always hated that. That was nasty. So, uh, shout out to all the people that had to carve pumpkins for this match. That's so good. I I, I didn't even I didn't even <laughs> notice that. They're all you... real and handcuffed. And look at the Miz just kick. Oh man, that would piss yeah. me off so much if I carved that. I'd be like, you asshole! Like I carved that. <laughs> Oh, oh, no, those are nice, man. Leave them alone. <laughs> I know me, uh, was, was me, Mark, and Mr. Jacobs, we did a few of these questions uh, that Mike's asking. Uh, it was wrestlers, though. It wasn't. Uh, um, yeah, I can't. We can't adult, say those. We can't. Yeah, they are uh, adult names that we cannot say. They're adult entertainers. So sorry, Mike. We love your comments and thank you so much for commenting. Um, but unfortunately, we're not able to play your game. Uh, but My thank brother. you anyway. My brother in Christ, I told you, bro. I told you. Go yeah, you were telling us about this last night in the watch. <laughs> My brother in Christ, I love you, brother. I, go watch some matches of Julia. You'll, 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 you'll get oh. your fix, bro. I promise, I promise you. Did you go and look at uh, Julia's matches? Go look at Julia. Uh, you know. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a... Lightsaber. What the hell? Really? Uh, versus Kendo stick. <laughs> yes. Not gonna win. Actually, yeah, yeah, both I think would hurt. Oh! That'd be funny so, for so the trick or street fight, you know what? Uh, this is probably one of my favorite ones. I like this one better than the Otis one. Because I think Otis came out as uh, Chris Farley in the Chippendale costume. It's pretty funny, though. But I think this one's a better quality wrestling match. And Ziggler, I, don't I forgot know. how I still, agile Ziggler is. I still think, I still think this this gimmick stuff at this point in the PG WWE is kind of dumb. Yeah, and they put two of probably the most athletic guys in the match, and it's dumb because both yeah. these guys are actually very talented in the ring, and they go, "Oh yeah, do this match." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> are those Granny Smiths? Oh, he just Carlitoed it. <laughs> but I guess it's fun family entertainment this match. So we're like, yeah, let's yeah. entertain the, the families in the crowd and do a, a Halloween. We need to get like a soundboard so we can have the, are you not entertained? <laughs> that super kick destroyed the pumpkin. That Jesus, was a great man. spot. That's a great <laughs> spot right there. Oh, you got a commercial right at that. Booker boys in the pumpkin. I'm watching the Spider-Man commercial. The new Spider-Man game. Jeez, yeah, man. That's, a, that's a hard man. kick. For it to destroy the pumpkin like that. Oh, that's, that's, a great, that's a great spot. You know what's kind of weird, though, is AW and WB haven't done anything like Halloween-related this week yet. Well, Halloween, have you, of course. 
the last time I mean, the only thing is up. NXT is doing it, but yeah, the last time nobody on like the main rosters or the bigger shows have dressed up yet. Like AEW did it one time in 2019. They had Rick and Morty. They had the ring decorated. I love that. I want them to do it again. Uh, can't make it without Sans. For some reason, once the pandemic happened, they stopped doing any of that. Like even the AEW got to do Bash at the Beach one time. Uh, well, because they because um they traded WWE for Cody's last name. Yeah, they're kind of. I wouldn't. Mark done and that. I talked about it last night. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done that because now now you. Now you lost out on both of it. Well, because I think they were trying to keep Cody, but I think I'm, Cody knew he was eventually going to go back. So he should have just said something so they could have kept it. But uh, but something like that, like, that oh. thing, like the Bash the Beach, they had the surfboards, they had like the girls in the uh, on the things. That that's the, I wish they would have done Beach Break again. Yeah, they need to do that with uh, like Halloween. They should have like a whole set of have like Danhausen mannequins all over there. Danhausen mannequins, nice, nice, very evil. Nice, each time like a shirt says nice, nice, very evil, nice, evil, nice. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Mark, uh, I've been down with just Halloween costumes. Like, give me some, uh, like, because that's one thing I love about wrestling in Halloween time. Like, I loved Kenny Omega as a Sans, like, one of the most iconic video game characters oh, yeah. and songs. Uh, there Booger go, Boy Mark. says, Hey, Mark. So, who said uh, that? Booger Boy. Booger Boy. What's up, bro? Thanks for the shout out. Appreciate that. That was that was fast. Dolph Ziggler already got the win. The refill on the chips. We got a good show going here. Refill on the chips. Refill on the beer. Yeah. We were talking. I totally missed the spot where he won. So super kick. Great move. Well, Miz went for the figure four. Yeah. And uh, Dolph just rolled him up. Great move. Great, great counter, but this is when I think WWE was doing like a screw finish or a roll up every match. It felt like. So what was so what was the what was the that's supposed to be the the finish? Or, so how do you win this match? Is it just a it was supposed? To, it was just like a street fight, and then whoever you know pinfall submission. Okay, so it was just yeah. like with the with the pumpkin. It was just a Halloween type, yeah, or whatever theme, I guess. Yeah, it was just because oh, it was Halloween, God. so it was just a theme. I forgot about these guys. Tyler Breeze. Oh, it's Tyler. Is it Breeze and Zango, or just right? Who's the other person? Oh, it's... who's Summer the... Oh, oh that's Moray. Was that when she was like going from guy to guy? Yeah, she was with Fandango for a bit, and she was with Tyler Breeze, and she was with Rusev, and then she was like the new Lana. I mean, there was a few of them, right? They went like that from guy to guy. (laughs) Yeah, she was one of them. So, okay, well, that's that's gonna do it for uh, that match. Uh, I don't think anything else important with that. So, um, do you know who Coca? Coca? I don't know. Is that a adult entertainer? Hmm? I don't think. Thank you, what? What's the question? Coca Coma. Is that what? What is, what is that? Is that mean? name of a life coach? I think that's like a name of a life coach. I don't know. I don't know who um, Coca. I know who Coca Coma is, but I, know is. I know what Coca Cola is. I'm like, is Coca Coma? <laughs> is that Adam here? Is that our Adam? <laughs> All right. All right. Okay, guys. Um, so uh, that was um, a little palate cleaner. 
Uh, the next one is going to the Hardy Compound with the firm deletion. Here we go. Can't have a Halloween uh, watch along without the without something of Matt Hardy. A deletion yep. match, yeah. Yep. All right, guys, ready? Oh wait, 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 hold on. Yeah. Oh. When you guys ready? Because like I said, that pretty much was over with it. They could have just cut it after Dolph pinned him. So. Okay, Hardy Compound. All right. And three, two, one. Here is the firm deletion at the Hardy Compound. And this is the director's cut, too. Yeah, this is the full version. Yet. I haven't seen the full version until now. Yeah. So is this, uh, so, is this TNA? This is, this is AW. AW. No, this is AW, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Because I was like, I was like, I don't think this year. This was actually just recently, too. This was this yeah. year, yeah. This was this was yeah, uh, yeah. middle of the year. I yeah. This. I just loved his sons. Like his sons were in the match too. Right. They do the thing. Really with, uh, they do the thing. Was it? Like, they do the thing with the um, with the things that then they they it's supposed to look like ghosts or something, right? <laughs> and, like totally freaks them out at the beginning. Who's Coleman's referee? So they're Matt Hardy's and. They're Matt and Jeff's friends that they used to do backyard wrestling with. Sham and Pain. Get it? Sham Pain. I'm going to go That's with Dolph. That's the name of Like, they're out in the country. And there's a house. Like, his house is next to them. And then Isaiah Castle just does the. You know what he does. Dude, I wish out, I had their. I wish I had their property. I wouldn't want his property now because there's uh, no boxes for the shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and one no mail. It's... Right, oh, see, they do something here. Yeah. It's like a Vanguard one. Vanguard. Vanguard. Like Vanguard. Deletion. 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 Well, him and uh, didn't him and Julia Hart just get married? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was Lee Johnson. And, uh, oh, you're right. It was Lee Johnson. That was Lee Johnson. Oh, I was yeah. about to say, yeah, it's Lee Moriarty. I mean, uh, no, no, yeah, Lee Johnson. Come on, man. Guys, brother. Where you at? They're on their, uh, took some time off. What? Well, she, I think she'll come back even hotter as ever. Like, like I don't think it's going to kill her push. I think people are happy for her. <laughs> I knew it for just yeah. fibers at him. Look at look at look at this big bill so run. I bet they I bet they actually hit something. They probably. did. That's gonna hurt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they're legit getting hit with these fireworks. You see that, right? Oh yeah, there's I love it. That's my favorite <laughs> hook just sitting there with his chips. <laughs> he's like, oh we're doing them. this now. I and guess. he's just like, okay. There's murderers for for all witnessing. I love um, this is kind of my favorite like things that Matt Hardy's already done. I mean, in AEW, hands down, right? I mean, oh dude, his, any, his, any 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 cinematic match Matt Hardy has done, I've enjoyed. Yes, they not none of them have been bad. I think this is Jeff Hardy's first. I guess appearance back on AEW. Well, he made a return. This is like, yeah, this is yeah, because I was like, his mat, like his. If you have, if you get a chance, Mark, if you haven't already, 
go. And I was trying to, I was going to put this one on, and I should have put this one on there, but I wanted to put one from AEW. But the final deletion with him and Jeff Hardy from Impact, that's cinematic gold. You got to send me that one. You got to send me that one. Yeah, I'll send it to you once we're done. Because you'll, uh, it's just the, the, the rivalry, it was right when Matt was going crazy. It was awesome. See, and I, I'm telling you, I wish I would have watched more Impact. Oh, sorry. Yeah, just watch the X Division. Yeah. You haven't seen nothing. Dude, any of the Ultimate X matches, you'll, you can't get wrong with. Either the, any of the Ultimate X or the uh, the uh, King of the Mountain matches. Yeah. Or Feast or Fire. Feast or Fire. Was yeah, good. any of those oh. matches are so much fun to watch. Yeah, that's how you wrote Eli Drake oh, off at LA Knight off TV. I need to get that um, that mem- that membership, right? Like, I need to get one of those, right, so I can see those matches. Most of them are on, on YouTube too. Like, Impact's put a lot of free ones out there. Like the Matt and Jeff party matches on on there for free. Dude, I'm telling you, like that's where I watched a lot of Impact matches before. Like, I remember seeing like um, uh, Ooh, Santana and Ortiz against Penta uh, and Ray Phoenix. And I saw this one match of theirs, like on a pay per view of Impact, and it was on it was on YouTube. And I was just like, I remember I was just like hanging out, and I was just like, when AEW started, I was like, man, I want to see more of these guys. And I remember like typing it up, and they came out on Impact, and it was like a, a ladder match, and it was insane. Dude. Like, I mean, like I saw that one of them almost like broke their necks on the on in that match, and I was just like, these guys are awesome. And right. and I've been like, I've been. I've been like addicted to Santana and and Penta. Dude, I just love Ethan Page's and Matt Hardy's storyline that they did during Dark. It's so crazy to think that Big Bill was in this crazy match like five months ago, and now he's half of the tag team champ with Ricky Stark. You know, it doesn't surprise me because, like, I've always loved Morrissey slash Big Bill slash Big Cass. Like, he could play that character well. Um, Devin um, comments, this was funny. Very true. Very, very good spot in the match. And Stokely and King Maxwell. Yeah. Oh, Stokely was yeah. Stokely is hilarious. Him and Prince Nana, like, they should just do a buddy cop movie. A buddy cop. I I'd watch it. A buddy cop. I mean, they're, I mean, they're literally the best guys in the business to get people over and to or to yeah. do the exact opposite of not getting them over and to make them the worst heels. I mean, Stokely is just freaking hilarious, and and Prince Lana has come into his own with that dance. He that dance is over more than anything that I that I've seen in AEW in a long time. That dance is more over than the scissor me. I think at this point, <laughs> yeah. There, I don't know if you, Lane, you're you're a Texas guy. I don't know if you saw that uh, in Georgetown, uh, uh, in a football game. The cheerleaders were doing the swerve dance. I, I I I haven't seen the clip. No, I'm gonna have to watch that after this is done. And that was in Georgetown. My uh, uh, okay, so that's a little bit north of Austin. Uh, yeah. And they were doing uh, the cheerleaders at a football game were doing the swerve dance to the song. Oh, and there you go. <laughs> also, did you guys like the whole Jeff Hardy choking out um, Big Bill? Yes. 
This is great. <laughs> I used to have one of those when I was little. From those cars. Had a duck truck. <laughs> like, like you'd actually like drive in it and do it. Yeah. I kind of want to see Big Bill and Jeff Hardy go at it again. Yeah, that would be. What is Big Bill doing right now? He's the tag champion. This is great though, right? Because they they have the they have the ring right at the Hardy compound. Yeah. So yeah, so do all Which, that PS out there, yeah. and then let's end everything in the ring. You may, you may not notice, but uh, TNA had a few episodes of Impact at the Hardy compound. Yeah, tattoos there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we're just talking about the. They'll never do that again because uh, people knew like, fans came to their house, like just wanting autographs and stuff, like all the time. Yeah. It just got out of hand, so they don't really. They, they were Fans are crazy, that. bro. They were they were wanting to use that during the pandemic, because uh, you know when things were going crazy and they filmed in Georgia for those they shut them down. They had to film three or four, three to five episodes in two days, so people had to wrestle multiple times a day. My like, only had like two days to do it to wrap up like a whole month of TV. And then they were wanting to move to the Hardy Compound to do some dynamites, but they didn't want to risk the, uh, you know, the exposure of where they lived. Yeah, because yeah. they they did it with impact, had a few episodes, and after that they didn't want to do it. Anymore. So, I mean, so this Hardy Compound, like legit, is this? It, I mean, this thing seems like what? It's a few acres, right? I mean, yeah, it's a big. It's a bit. It's a. It's a lot of land that they own. What are we talking here? Five, six, seven acres? Maybe ten. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would say that too, right? I'm thinking ten because this. I mean that 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 facility where they have the ring and it has a has a thing up on the top where it looks like people can watch like as an audience right and then yeah, well that's it's yeah it's basically their backyard barn that they built like their their wrestling ring in that they train at that him and jeff train in pretty much yeah dude that's super fun i mean could you imagine just like hey let's just go out to the backyard and go fucking train like if you if you watch if you watch some of his wife's tiktoks or videos like she films him in the ring with the kids, like rolling around, play wrestling, and all that stuff. Like him and Jeff, like it. They, they, they she films it on TikTok and all that stuff. Uh, that's super cool. You can probably go on a YouTube or something. You can find where they had shows like that actual wrestling. Like TNA had shows there. It's like twenty, like before they left, went back to WWE, like 2014, 15. Wait, so when they had the shows there, did they have an audience? Were there, yeah, were there, yeah, it was, there? A, yeah, it was a, a it was put on by uh, TNA. I remember because it was an EC3 versus uh, Bobby Lashley or something like that. Dude, that's so cool. That's so dope. And then, like, this isn't far from their house. Like, it's like right around the same area. And then fans found out where they lived, and like they legit had people at their doors to ask them for autographs and. People just abused it in a long way. It's crazy because it's so it's so crappy of how some wrestling fans are. Like they're just like it's like oh let's do this and like dude these people have a life so let's not do that to them. 
Like, you're just there to see the wrestling. You're not pissed off. Like, like, it irritates me when I see videos online of fans, like, bringing memorabilia to people, at, like, wrestlers at the airport and just having them sign all of them. And it's That's, like, you know, you're, we know you're going to sell those. Like, stop. Yeah. I think only wrestling, only actual wrestling fans should go out there. Not like, uh, what are they called? Like, uh, I've seen someone, uh, they got like, oh, Rhea Ripley got really pissed off with it. Yeah, she wanted to, she, she, she said, like, I'll leave now. Like, and I really wish wrestlers would just stop doing it, right? So these people that are, these fucking weirdos that are just hanging out at the airports. And, like, and then you know, you could tell the fucking wrestlers are jet lagged and they're fucking tired. And they and then oh, you know, people like I would just like get the fuck out of here. I would, dude. If I was a wrestler, I'd be like, fuck you. I don't like. I don't, I don't care. Like get the fuck out of my fucking face. Like, I would do it for the action. I would. Yeah. Like I, you want to you want to tell me I'm an asshole? I don't give a shit. Like I'm not saying you stupid thing. You're a grown ass man. Go home. Go to work. Like get the fuck out of here. I would do it for the actual wrestling fan. But not a whole stack of cards. Yeah, as a wrestler, yeah, as a pro wrestler, like I, I'd be like, just be like, hey, you want like, or even a fan. Like, if I saw a pro wrestler, like, make it quick. Like when I saw Mark Henry walking uh, in Vegas uh, a few years back, you know, I just walked up to him and said, hey, I'm just a big fan of yours and and busted open. You know, uh, just just want you to know that I enjoy everything you've done in your career. He said, thanks, man. I appreciate that. I said, yeah, no problem. It's great great to say like a quick hi to you and tell you my appreciation. You know, like I don't get these people that have to stop the wrestlers, what they're trying to do, because he was trying to go. Like he was walking. And yeah. I, we were on our way to dinner. So I was like, I just want to say hello, say I'm a big fan, and uh, just that he enjoys himself, you know, in Vegas. So especially if they're, if they're eating or. Here we go. Here's us. Or if they're in the middle of trying to get to a plane, that's different. Oh, Stokely in the theater. Yes. I feel like only wrestling fan, like actual wrestling fans, should be able to get like 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 an actual like if it's like a eleven year old kid wants like a card sign, like one card is fine, but not like the people who like fifty cards, fifty posters, like just to sell it, make money. I'm gonna. Can you make it out too? And, and I'll tell you, okay, I got one, you know, and I, and I mentioned this one before one of the uh, one of our previous episodes <laughs> where when I met Matt Cardona and he was, oh. he was the house show here. Oh gosh, it's uh, Gothic who, Baby. Who's that man? It's Gothic Baby. And I saw Matt in the restroom, you know, and then I was oh, like, I was like taking a piss, and I looked over, and <laughs> this huge gigantic guy, you know, and he's in his wrestling gear. It's and Senor like, Benjamin. Shit. I was like, I was like, Matt Cardone is right here taking a piss next to me. And then we kind of like walked out together. And I was like, hey, Matt. I was like, hey, man, I'm a big fan. Is it cool if I get a picture? And he was like, yeah, man, that's cool. Real quick, though. And I was like, sure, sure, sure. And then I just I pulled up a pic. And it was blurry, too. Like, when I took the pic, it was like oh. super blurry. But I didn't care. I was like, you know what? He did that out of the, out of the goodness of his heart, you know. He uh he was wrestling in the main event. The main event it was like the mid it was like the mid part of the show. Yeah. Uh, but that was so cool. Oh like I, I mean I appreciated it and uh, you know if you would have told me no I wouldn't give it a fuck. I mean you know okay cool like, like don't worry about it. I'll pay for it later. You know he could have told me that like now I'm gonna do I'm gonna do pictures later because PCO told me that 
I told I, I yeah. went to PCO after the show, and PCO was like, "Yeah, I'm about to set up, man." Because I, I said, hey, "PCO, can I get a picture?" He said, oh, "I'm about to set up here in a minute." And I was like, "Oh, dick!" I was like, "I gotta go, man." I was like, "I can't wait for you." And I gotta pay. I, I was like, "I already paid for a pick for, you know, with other people." I was like, "I was just hoping to grab a quick up with you." And he was like, "Nah, I'm gonna set up here in a minute." I gotta go, man. I gotta work in the morning. Yeah. I can't. I'm not gonna stay here for another two hours to wait in line. I'm like, whatever. You know, that's why I really appreciated Matt Cardona that he did that. He was yeah. Like, that's cool. Oh, we had a huge. Uh, we had a good conversation when I met him at WrestleCon. There we go. Like, imagine looking yeah. at this The people live, like, he's doing like, I wonder if any neighbors, like, heard them do any of this. Or, oh they can get gosh. pretty loud for fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stokely kills me, bro. I cannot get enough Stokely. Stokely. Dude, Stokely getting beat up by Matt Hardy's kids. <laughs> and then having Senor Benjamin, like... Which is that's <laughs> father-in-law. Yeah, I thought that was uh, Matt Hardy's wife's dad. Yeah, it is. That's why it was funny in the theater. She was yelling at him in Spanish. Like, <laughs> yeah. she was yelling at him in Spanish in the home theater, and he's like, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> and they they just tased him. Because Matt's, Matt's wife used to wrestle. Yeah, and we're going to see her in action right now. Oh my gosh, poor Stokely. He's just getting yeah. tasered. <laughs> like the Hardys have already got their house ready oh, for dude, the next dude, His kids are already jumping off ladders. But this is it's the one great. where he says, uh, Tony Khan will pay for his crimes. <laughs> Twist of... <laughs> and King Maxwell! He's going up! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm ahead of you guys, oh! but the ref laughing at Stokely is just funny. Yes. That's the greatest thing. Lee Moriarty and Hooks is on the middle of the world. I, I know, I love Lee Moriarty just doing his karate stuff. <laughs> Dude, I want to see Stokely and, and, um, and Smart Mark Sterling in a in a, um, in a in a suit match and tuxedo match. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Give me that. Give me that. I would pay to see that. Put that on a pay per view. Put that on a pay per view. Give me that at World's End. <laughs> right. World's End. There you go. That'll World's be like your end, opening yeah. match. Oh. Or Jeez. even the buying, right? Give me that at the buying at World's End. Yeah. Right? Or even Smart Mark Smart Mark Sterling versus Dan Housen. Oh yeah! Oh, dude, Dan has to come no. out in his like a soup like what the f- like is I, this? I would, I would, and and they could give us that for free, right? They could put that on the yes. bridge. Give me that! Give me that! I would take every bit of that. Oh, this is so good, right? Here. Oh, oh my god! Great hey, table hey. spot. <laughs> And this is a great finish here. This end, this towards this end wait, of the end. Wait, so who's the other referee? I see that it's a. Uh, They're um, both uh, Matt Hardy and just friends, uh, Sham and Payne. I can't remember. One's a, a, what's his name? Um, from Ring of Honor, the the commentator from Ring of Honor. Right? Damn, I forgot his name. But the other dude, I don't know who the other dude is. 
it's just so fun to see Hook in this match. Like he's taking it so seriously. <laughs> Love it. Right? He's like this dark, he just sits there on the side. He's like I'm just like, I'm just here to watch, make sure y'all do the job inside with you. Poor Ethan Page. <laughs> it's but this is such a cool sequence in this whole ending yes. here with Ethan Page. You know, he's very underrated too. Like, oh, Ethan Page him. is so underrated. I need to see him win an, a, a title. Please. Like, did you ever see his match with Swoggle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, it was AJ Swoggle? Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. And he even used his, his shoot name in the match. Yeah. And they kept it. No, and I, and I remember when I, when I was talking about um, watching uh, Impact on, on YouTube, I remember seeing Ethan Page in there, and I was like, oh, crap. And, and he was fighting for, like, the belt. I don't know. I think it might have been against Eddie Edwards or something like that, or maybe Sammy Callahan. I'm not too sure. Um, but he was he was out there putting out bangers, and I was like, damn. I was like, like Ethan Page is doing all this in Impact, and yet he's on the like, he's not even on that level in AEW, right? Like they didn't even put it even like close. Like, mm. like he could be fighting for those type of belts, and yet. Because he's that talented. I, I, yeah. When I watched him, I was like, this guy is really good. Like, why is he not getting that bigger push? And and I look at him now, and, he, you know, he's on the Ring of Honor, oh. you know, lower card type of deal. And I forgot about his – I forgot about this part. I love oh, his, I love oh, his oh, visual. So, are we jumping? The symbol. No, we're not in the match yet. There, he, uh, uh, Jeff's doing – um, his the his Hardy symbol in the in the ground on fire. So are we going to the next match already? Or like, and not yet. We're wait, uh, after, I'm almost done with this one. What happened? To, is Connor coming back? Or all right? I don't know. Well, um, yes, yeah, so that was going to do it for the firm deletion. And ladies and gentlemen, this match is dedicated to our wonderful friend, Adam, the biggest Luchador fan in the All Lead Zone podcast. Yes. So, Adam, would you like to introduce our final match for our Halloween watch-along? Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, from the greatest uh, underrated uh, professional wrestling program ever created uh, in a time when wrestling needed an alternative, there was Lucha Underground, so... From Lucha Underground, this is the great Sierra, Sierra Mierdo match with Vampiro and Pentagon Jr. And this is starting in three, a two, and a one. All right, here we go, guys. It's time for the main event. And believe it or not, the female announcer here is actually married to Brian Cage. Really? Is it? That's awesome. Yes, the female ring I announcer. Thought, I, thought, I thought Brian Cage was with uh, Dasha Curet. No, she. He's married. He's married. I think he's married to uh, uh, Melissa Santos. Hmm. Or maybe he's getting around. My guy's huge. <laughs> he, he can probably plow anybody he wants to. <laughs> well, last, like I said, last time I checked, he was with Melissa Santos. They were together, so I don't know if they still are, but that's that's what I remember. 
Yeah, I remember. I, me- I remember seeing uh, something. Dasha, you know, had posted something with him and uh, with Brian Cage. I- <laughs> but I'm not gonna go off of what I know. I'm gonna go based off what you know. I don't know nothing. <laughs> oh, commercial break! Right in the middle. Of I know. Right with Vampiro. Vampiro. Why? I don't need to know about clear acid or face remover or whatever it is. And I'm going to say again, I'm so pissed that I didn't get around to watching Lucha Underground. I wish I would watch Lucha Underground more. It is, it's so, it is, it is so underrated. Like some of the people that were in it, some of the matches, it was such good storytelling too. Like it, it is, was like it, it was like a movie, wasn't it? Like the way they presented yeah, everything. Yes. Yeah. Basically, the way they presented it was this: it's this underground organization that is like under investigation. Like the the there's law enforcement involved in it. Like it is such a great storytelling. Like the guy who runs it, I keep forgetting the guy's name. He's now the president of MLW. Uh, not MLW. Uh, what what's the other one? The uh, the MLW. Uh, the, the the Latina guy, I don't know if it's MLW, CCML, or something like that, but he, he runs one of them. But he's, like, the main authority figure in this. But some of the matches, like, they had this match called the Gift of the Gods match. And it's basically a battle royal. And whoever wins, it gets the Gift of the Gods title. And they can trade. It's kind of like Impact. They can trade it in for a shot at the world title. So let me ask you. So, uh, so there's another match that I keep uh, that I have seen on my timeline over and over again, which is Io Sky versus Penta. What do you know about this match? Can you tell me anything about that match and uh, uh, what what was the, what were the stakes or what what is going on with that? So that's the nice thing about both Lucha Underground and even like any other like it was also in New Japan. They can do it too. Um, Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Timer's that? going off. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so so basically what it is is it, there really isn't like a story behind it. It's just a grudge. It's That's basically what the story is. is there's grudge matches. You know, you see it in Lucha. You saw you see it in New Japan. Heck, you see it in like um, uh, um, CZW, like all those like deathmatch kind of organizations. But I'm just saying, this these are two big superstars, right? So, I mean, yeah, the Indies doing their thing, but I mean, we're talking about Io Sky and Penta. And so, what, what, what do you what do you take away from that? What what is your thing? That, like, did you? Saw I love it. I I love it. I think it's great that they can get let the ladies and the guys like do I because I used to love the intergender matches back in the day. Like right. I loved when China wrestled Chris Jericho. Right. right you know, right. I, I loved all that, you know. Right. So it's she was like the Intercontinental Champion. She was the yeah, Intercontinental and I like that. I think that's awesome that they let them intertwine because believe it or not, some of those women can go toe to toe with the men yeah. in the ring and it's awesome. Yes, yes, bro. That's what I'm saying. Yes, exactly. So did you get to see more? I mean, when you saw that match, you know, man, I forgot how it's so crazy to see how good Vampiro still is. Wow, dude! So I saw Vampiro. So I bought one of the uh, the AAA uh, pay per views, and Vampiro fought in that. And he was, he was, man, he was, he was really old and really tired. 
Um, so this is a lot different because this was way back, you know, a lot more years ago, right? This is eight years ago. Yeah, and when I saw him in that match, um, I, I I felt not even felt sorry, but I was just like, man, I just I just want this guy to get out healthy. Like, yeah. I was, I, I was kind of scared, man, because um, I think he was like in a four man or eight man, like three for all. Something. Sorry, sorry, that was my that was my lady calling me. <laughs> no worries, brother. No worries. No worries. Gosh, look at those so chair what, shots. So what were you saying about what my thoughts were on that, or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, go back to the, the thoughts on that. That Eo Sky There's... and 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 and, uh, and Penta. Well, well, we're watching Lucha, right? And there was a lot of good female wrestlers in this that went to, like, Sexy Star. That was her name, by the way. Her name is Sexy Star. Yeah. But she was on Lucha Underground. But she won the Gift of the Gods matches. Like, she, I think she was probably the first female to do it because a lot of the other were guys that won it. But And then you had Ivalice on it. Ivalice is a very popular Ivalice, yeah. independent wrestler. Um, you, uh, I mean, I think, um, if anybody knows Cobra Moon is now Thunder Rosa. Thunder, yep, Rosa, Thunder Rosa was, was in Lucha here. Underground, she was known as Co- Cobra Moon, like oh, a sweet hey, kind hey, of character. Oh, okay, so hey, so yeah, I'm gonna tell, I, I don't know none of that, so yeah, so yeah, inform us. So, hey, yeah, yeah, tell me I'm telling you, Mark, you are missing out on Lucha Underground, brother. You are missing out on it. I said this already, I said I wish I would have watched more Lucha Underground because I know. Then I would have rather watched this more probably than anything that, uh, that I've ever Well, watched. you also look at all the names that came into it, right? So you had Vampiro, right? And you had Penta El Zero, Ray Phoenix, Ray Mysterio Jr., which is you know, Mysterio WWE. You had uh, Killshot, which was Swerve Strickland, right? Johnny Mundo, John Morrison, Johnny Elite, Johnny Impact, Johnny Insert Name Here. Uh huh. You had Thunder Rosa. You had um, you had Ricochet. Ricochet was under a mask. His name was Prince Puma. Mm-hmm. You you had a you had a lot of future both AEW and WWE wrestlers in Lucha. Like yes. it was insane. Like the the amount yes, of that, people that came through were were insane. That's insanity. All those people that were there to think about what we're watching now. All those people were there, and there were. They were getting started and probably doing probably their best work, right? I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, Lucha for me, Lucha Underground was it was scripted, but it was kind of like AEW, where a lot of the wrestlers had a lot of free range of what they wanted to do with their stories and their characters and their matches. That that's why I enjoyed Lucha Underground because there was a story and all that to it. Matches were insane. Like one of the coolest moments I've ever seen in Lucha Underground, and it's highlighted in a lot of wrestling videos. It's uh God, what's his name? Um, oh God, he was on AEW a little bit. Uh, he's a high flyer. Um, Lane, try to help God. him out. Uh, yeah, Lane, oh, help me out here, man. Is he a luchador, um, commander? No, um, he was just he was just Viking a flyer. No, he was just a flyer. Um, I know the name's gonna uh and and Helico and Helico, yes, and Helico. He's up. You see the set. Up for the state, the studio where they're filming this, right? And they've got all the high stages and all oh, the balconies and all gosh, that. And dang. Helico 
came running off a high stage and, and flew into off. the I ring. I've seen that. I've seen that it. I've seen it. is one of the coolest moments I've oh, ever you seen in, in Lucha. Fuck. Did you just see what he did to Vampiro? Yeah, and he's licking his hand. Yeah. Yeah. He, so for those of you guys are watching at home or watching along with us or in the future, um, Penta just took a light to sliced open Vampiro even more and elect his hand. Off. I want this pension to come back, dude. This and match then, is and so. Then, and then, uh, see, uh, do we got anything on the comments? Anybody asking us anything on the comments? Not yet. I mean, this match alone, I told you guys about that this was one of my favorite matches before on an episode about yep. this match was brutal because it's Vampiro who basically was like, he worked with Penta. Penta basically worked under Vampiro a little bit in his career, you know, being trained by him a little bit. So this match is kind of like teacher-student, but it's such a good story, but the match is great because both, I mean, even Vampiro at his age in this match, he was he was up there in this match. So, but look, he has I mean, his capability. Yeah. So he's up there, and then, uh, and Penta is younger, right? I mean, so well, Penta's is, also up there in age now, but well, now, right? But this was what eight, ten years ago. Let's see. He was Zampiro is currently fifty-six. See and believe it or not, do you guys know who uh, Vampiro was trained by? No, who? Abdullah uh, the Butcher. Really? He was trained by yes. Abdullah? Yes. He All Abdullah right. the Butcher was his trainer. So he was 30 when this came out. He's 38. Oh, of course he got a commercial. Yep. You got a commercial? That's something about a Kansanietta. <laughs> I, I got a US I got a US Army commercial. Hey, that's but... you're in Texas, brother. <laughs> you get those Mexicans commercials. <laughs> um wasn't Matt Stryker commenting commenting? Yeah, Matt Stryker is a commentator of Lucha Underground. Oh gosh, Penta's mask just got ripped open. Jesus, he just smashed the fucking glass hole. Yeah. You know, he's actually not that bad looking. Penta like could easily not wear a mask. So, so what? The, with these matches, what is the deal? Like, it's just basically anything goes. Or well, there's a lot of different match. Well, like I said, this is a zero miedo match, which basically, if you speak Spanish, it means zero fear. Um, so, I mean, basically, it is a. It's basically a street fight, you know. So. Did you just um, see like? Did you see like how bad Penta's busted in his mouth? Oh yeah! Oh, this match is brutal. <laughs> this match oh, is brutal. It, you need to watch a lot. Uh, there's a lot of matches that are great. Like the trios matches are awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, the like I said, the gift of the god matches are fantastic. Um, there was another match with a guy who goes by the name of Marty the Mouth. Him and uh, uh, Swerve, who went by Killshot, had a hell of a street brawling fight, and it was awesome. Oh! This is a great way to end the show, isn't it? <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> insane. 
oh, from the top robe onto this, the glass. Oh, and Oh, I love it. Oh, this is so great. Gosh. I oh. And you know what sucks is I'm not a big fan of death matches. Yeah. But this, but this is kind of like a death match. It is a death match. But it, it, it's very good, though. It, like, see, for me, a death match has to, to tell a story for it to be good. That's why I always loved Nick Gage, and Matt Cardona. Oh, I can't watch this anymore, Adam. Oh my god! Yeah, it's flaming table. You, man, it's it's brutal, man. It is brutal. There's a lot of brutal moments on Lucha Underground. Oh man, yeah, this is, and it's oh. fantastic. Yeah, like I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna Holy see if I find it all the season. And start put watching. Him out, bro, put him out. Oh. Dude, Mark's very invested in this. I love it. <laughs> Look at the little kid. The little kid's like, oh, God, what is this? Jesus. Oh, man. This is what, this is the, the, this is what studio wrestling should be right now. Oh, God. Man. Oh, no, no. Oh. I think I'm a little bit behind you guys because he hasn't lit the table on fire Oh, yet. sorry. Oh, Now it's gosh. on fire. Oh, there you go. I'm glad they put him out, but damn. Oh yeah, yeah. That oh, even the God. when when you, you knew it was bad when they had to bring the extinguisher. Damn, what a match. Oh man. Oh that table spot. That flaming table spot is so bad, but both of those guys, even though it was a quick match, it was so good. Oh, shit. What is Penta doing now? What the fuck? Dude, that was. I'm sorry, YouTube. I didn't mean to. Uh, uh, what the F? <laughs> oh, you're good. Oh. Oh, he. <laughs> What's the point of that? Hmm. <laughs> It's the craziest thing, too, because Penta wins the match and Vampiro's telling him, hey, break my arm. He <laughs> said, you beat me, you'd break my arm, so break my arm. Oh, fuck. Because he was built to be just an unstoppable monster. Oh, man. This is just crazy, man. Oh, shit. Damn. Okay, that's super cool. Very, very cool. It is it's such a cool story. Oh man. What an emotional match. It's so good. And it's just the show respect for both of them. Yes. Like they went to war. Yeah. Like if you want to sum up Lucha Underground, it's that right there. Yes. Oh, man. 
right? It's like a lot of craziness, <sighs> a lot of respect at the end of the day. Well, not just that. It's just the respect amongst like every uh, like those two. Like it's like it sums that up. Like because when you talk about Lucha, like you can't talk about Lucha without guys like Vampiro. Because when he came up, he was doing the Lucha stuff, you know, when he was in better shape, you know. But, um, you know, him, Penta doing the Lucha stuff, you know, Phoenix doing all the – I mean, most of these guys worked with each other for a long time. Yeah. So, like, stuff like that, like, I enjoyed Lucha Underground. That That's, that, that's like, one of the pinnacle matches that I freaking love. And I had mentioned it on an episode <laughs> here about how that story between those two were, was one of my favorite I stories remember, in Lucha. I remember – that's why I put it on here because I thought, like you said, this is the best way to end the night. Um, and, and plus, and, and I'll yeah. just say, I'll just say that there's a bunch of matches that we could have put on. I mean, at least on oh, yeah. Matches, um, you know, to get some other matches, you know, uh, the, the Fiend had um, some pretty crazy matches. Uh, I would have loved to see, uh, you know, us put up a couple of Fiend matches, at least one of them. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of other Undertaker matches. I mean, Undertaker has a longer list of them. But yeah, I mean, let, I mean, let, I mean, he did such a good job of of all these uh, these matches and episodes to put on here. It was such a good idea, so fun. I mean, this was this was really cool. I, I knew this was going to be a good idea. That's <laughs> on here, I knew I was. I knew I was going to have a good time. And uh, this was this was really good. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Um, I'm so glad that I had you know you guys and Connor on. Um, this one was a lot of fun to do. Like, because I was like, we could just talk about matches, but why not let's actually go deep and actually watch the matches and discuss them and talk our favorite moments and favorite match types, like as we're doing it. Um, this was a lot of fun for sure. Um, like I said, I had to have like a mixture of modern. Ruthless aggression when they didn't add was attitude era, but you had AEW, Lucha Underground, TNA. You know what? And I feel like this is a great way to send off um to send off us into Halloween on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. I think the mixture of the matches we put on this list, well, you put on this list was a great mix. Um, because they had that Halloween kind of feel to them. Um, I mean, obviously, buried alive match, very, very horror esque. I mean, the ultimate deletion match. I mean, let's talk about that. That's also very horror esque. I mean, think about it. Who wants to go into a weird compound area and fight? You know, against no weirdness. You know, nobody does. But I think this was a really cool playlist. Um, I highly recommend everybody check out um, other matches from all those organizations. Yes. Uh, I'm not going to put down any uh, promotion at all. I just prefer one over another, but there are so many decent matches then and even some now that should deserve a watch, um, like the ones we just watched. Uh, <laughs> so I highly recommend it to everybody, especially around this time when you got spooky matches for Halloween. Yeah, um, for sure. The playlist will still be up on our um, YouTube channel. So if you are listening to this in the future or have gone back and listened to it, uh, go pull it up. And um, as we're discussing it, um, you can watch along with us as, you know, in the future. Or if you just want to listen to our takes on it, because, man, this was a crazy night. You had a mixture of deathmatch to being buried alive. So, like I said, it really kind of checked all the boxes, at least when it comes to a wrestling fan. 
because at least there's probably at least one or two matches that you would like on this playlist and i'm hoping that if there's something you haven't watched um hope that you liked it and hope that you go back and watch more i'm for sure gonna go watch some more lucha underground after this i'm gonna go watch a couple monster ball you know a couple of the monster balls and yeah uh, there's yeah. so much yeah. yeah yeah going back on that lane man yes i i have a ton of things that i want to go watch now <laughs> um especially with lucha underground that 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 promotion intrigues me so much i gotta find out to see how much i can watch of that because i don't know where that i can find that but you know a simple google well i'm pretty sure i'll figure that out but again guys man i appreciate you for watching us i know um uh, everybody that's watching us supporting us i appreciate it we got rampage tomorrow watch along rampage tomorrow i'm hoping um that both of these guys will be on here and then big show big show big show okay i'm gonna tell you guys saturday is a huge show i'm pretty sure the main event we got mjf and the the elite man himself kenny omega in a huge huge main event please tune in for that with us because we're going to put on a great show we're gonna have you guys tune in we're gonna we're me i'm hoping these two guys will be here because when we do it it's the more the merrier and we always put on a good show when it's all of us it's super fun tune in with us guys um and i'm gonna let uh lane go ahead and kick us off oh man you know what tonight was a great night uh thank you guys so much for watching our halloween watch along um i had a lot of fun thanks again to connor and thank of course to adam and mark it's always a pleasure to have you guys on um talking elite is definitely feeling very special each week that we do something um so yeah we got a lot of fun shows planned um the next couple weeks uh, next week will be uh fortunately pre-recorded uh, so it won't be live but it's gonna be a very fun show and i think adam and mark are gonna get a kick out of this one uh we're gonna go back in time a little bit to the golden era of professional wrestling and we are gonna talk the good the bad and the ugly when it comes to wrestling gimmicks and characters from the 1980s the golden era of professional <laughs> wrestling oh. so it's gonna be a lot of fun um we're gonna pre-record that and then um the following week um since impact is very very hot right now and people are talking about tna we're going to discuss the rise the fall and the rise again of impact wrestling uh we'll talk our favorite matches uh we'll talk how how it's come back basically from the dead from dixie carter and hulk hogan basically running it into the ground so it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm super stoked to see what's gonna happen the next couple weeks uh don't forget the 11th we are having a very special interview with the corporate stooge brandon cutler so it's gonna be a lot of fun so make sure you guys join us six central right before dynamite i'm gonna be here hopefully adam mark hopefully we're all here because it's going to be a big time interview. So make sure you guys say thank you to Connor. Um, we have our one year anniversary show coming up very shortly. So we're probably going to start planning that and make uh, Talking Elite and the All Elite Zone a huge one, a huge anniversary. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited. AZ has been two years around. The All Elite Zone has been in for a year. And I cannot wait to see where it goes next. All right, gentlemen. There's nothing else to be said. Time for Adam. Time for Adam to close us out for the night. Adam, send us off. 
I'm gonna do it in a spooky way. I'm gonna do it in a spooky way. All right. And as always, good night. <laughs> <laughs>